So no. have you have you got your list for puzzle games for this week? Yes. No. Yep. You all ready? No. You all ready for this? You're supposed to do a list. Well, no, but we're talking ready about... ready to go with your recommendations and whatnot. Right. Yeah, puzzle mm-hmm. games from the past, present, and future. Come on! You all ready for this? I know you like try and be annoying for fun, but you're still annoying. I know, that's why I do it. Oh, I heard a joke and now I can't remember what it was. Don't worry, mate. I'll be okay. Yeah, my wife told me it was quite a funny puzzle joke games, too. Puzzle games, puzzle games, puzzle games. Yeah, puzzle. So get your get your grey matter working. I don't know what puzzle games are like. Oh, you'll be surprised. Right, are we sort of ready to go? Are you ready? Ready, ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Here I am. That like me and Duke on my roof. Getting ready for love. Shinny, are you ready? Yeah, are you ready? Mm, not ready, but whatever. Yeah, it's just it. All right, attention listeners, we're sorry you had to listen to that extended conversation that Stuart started in the middle of a freaking sentence, because that's his thing now. He can't just start it when the music starts. He has to include all the fun stuff we talk about before the actual beginning of the show. Well, what are you talking about? What? Yeah, maybe that's a way for me to get you to do it with just the music. I don't know, you're doing the music or what? I'm doing the music. Okay. In a recent survey... Nine out of ten zombies preferred the Veteran Gamers podcast. Welcome y'all to the Veteran Gamers. Juju, Jimmy, all the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Juke with the soundbite savior. It's the Like anybody fucking gives a shit. Come on. Switch that console up before you have Ballin'. Ballin'. Duke, what's with all the sound bites? Hello and welcome to show 218 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 218. You see what we mean? Coming through clean. That's it. It's a bit weird, that I've got to say. I've been used to, you know, other people's intros. Well, it, you know, weird. I, I wanted to give people a fresh taste of what's really going down. Yeah, and to be fair, you know, the one guy who said he'd like us to do their intro, you've still not done. I'm getting to it. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not a jukebox, man. You don't just put a quarter in my ass and be like, <laughs> play what I want you to play. It'd be interesting to see what happened if we did put a quarter in your ass. No, it would not. <laughs> Anyway, oh, that's just the strangest thought, really. Welcome, listeners. This is a There's a mental podcast. image I'm never going to get out of my head. Yeah. Sticking a quarter up Duke's ass. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so how is everybody? How are you, Duke? Are you good? Yeah, I'm real good. I'm doing You're good. And you, and you, yeah, are you good, Chinny? You good? Yep. There you go. <laughs> yep. 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 That's all you need to well, it's been kind of an exciting week for me this week. Oh, exciting! Here, wait. Don't start it oh. yet. Okay. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Now, don't waste them. Look. Too late. Don't, don't just don't just play them all in one episode. Oh, oh yeah. No. They're not fucking coupons. <laughs> yeah. You gotta don't save them. Don't use them up already. Don't tell me what to do with my sound bites. 
Dude, you know what happens when you come into it? Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Nothing against Melissa Hutchinson. She's she's a lovely woman, but I'm already sick of them. <laughs> too many, too many at once, dude. You've got to space them a bit. You know what I mean? You got to pace yourself. Maybe if you started yeah. telling your story, I would be distracted by other things. Yeah, but you can't you can't peak too or early. You, you know what I mean? at this. We peaked early on this podcast. <laughs> we peaked about five minutes ago. That was it. Yeah, that's the best you're gonna get. Um. Yes, as you as you may have heard, the you know the interview with Melissa did happen this week. It's happened. Yes, and uh, yeah, she was she was as lovely as she was last time. It was really good. We had a good chin wag, you know. Swear words, though. Jesus. What? What do you mean, swear words? I mean, she's mean? just got a filthy mouth, hasn't she? Well, all the time. Now, Man, f this and s that. Yeah. Now she she wasn't on the interview, but she did allude to the fact that normally she is very potty mouth. Really? I was just yeah. joking. I didn't realize that. No, no, she was saying that she normally swears quite a bit. So, um, she said if if we're willing to uh, do it, she's quite happy to come along and do the the sort of uh, sort of season two spoiler cast with. Oh us. yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. And I said, you know, the whole crew, so it'd be all three of us plus her, so that'd be quite fun. Uh, I did warn her about you two. You know what I mean? Just to sort of put we're her in the picture about... and stuff. Warn us about warn her about what? You know, I said Chini just swears constantly because he's from Wolverhampton. He can't help himself. Back off. There you go, see? And I said Duke just plays sound bites all of the time. Which he just gave an example. So, so there you go. Uh, and that's when she said she swears quite a bit normally as well, you see. That was when she, she sort of told me that little nugget. Oh, yeah. So there you go. So I've I've put her in the picture. You know, I've warned her. And she said, "Don't worry. She's she's sort of ready for most things, so it should be fine." Sweet. So yeah, so she's up for that. So that means that uh, Chinny needs to get on with that now. So get you're gonna have to start playing, playing, playing the second season oh, of the yeah. Walking Dead. Ben needed to do that. I'll play it when episode five's out. Okay. Well, she's only coming on after that, obviously. So I guess that's fine. So yeah, I'm straight that, that fine. Well, it'll have to be, won't it, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, it was good. I thought it was a good interview. But, you know, I'm going to get it up this week. I finished editing it today. <laughs> You're so going to get thought... it up this week? <laughs> oh, God. God, juicy reactions getting it <laughs> I was just going to say, you are not allowed to make fun of people for making stupid jokes if you're going to talk about Duke's erections. I know, yeah. Yeah, I, fil- I have filmed Duke's erections. <laughs> he showed it to me today. People, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about rust. And yeah, it took it took a while to get from the bottom to the top. That's all I'm saying. Did you say <laughs> you filmed it? <laughs> yes, I filmed. Well, I've, I've sort of captured it, should I say? But you know, kind hey, of. Hey, I uploaded a YouTube video. That's my today. thing. I, Don't mess you know, my I, thing. I saw that. It was very funny. Did you see it, Duke? No, you posted <laughs> a new video. Yeah, I posted about like thirty minutes ago. It's just it's just Chidi swearing a lot, playing Rust. Nice. <laughs> Basically, what's going on with the freaking chat box? I don't, oh yeah, well that you know you never go in there to look, do you? No, so I'm going in right shit. now. And it's all the same person. Four, seven, eight. Casting I have um, I uploaded a new video. I can't video. look at your video now, can I? Why? You should put them up more than three seconds before the podcast begins, and then I won't have to sit and look at it and be like, oh, I have to watch it later. Well, to be fair, it was about an hour ago, it wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah, it was about oh, at least an hour ago. I didn't ago. mean to besmirch your good name. You know, so you should have just got on with it, shouldn't you? Made sure you checked. Should have got on with it. Tell you what, Duke, why don't you play 
the start of it. Okay. Next. Yes. First experience with Rust. Yeah, here we go. I'm bleeding. This is horrible. This game is horrible. Why would someone play this for fuck? <laughs> That's there awesome. You go. That's a little preview of what my. And then it cuts to it. like an opening scene, or, you know, title screen. I thought you were just starting there. I'm like, that's not a good way to start, dude. And to be fair, that's kind of a, the, the rest of the, the video. Everybody that's everybody's first experience with Rust. <laughs> but I got a beatboxer, though. That was pretty cool. You did. That was very fun. So was that on TeamSpeak that you, you could hear? No, that was over. I didn't even know what TeamSpeak was when I was playing that. <laughs> no, neither did I till this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else Here, wait. Is that anything like a large number of microphones from propeller heads? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Let's hear now an example of correct microphone placing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that track is followed by the James Bond. Yes, it is. There you go. Yes. Which then goes on for about 15 minutes. Yes, it does. There's a bomb film on today. Hello! 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 Is this microphone on? Fucking sound effects. Right, there was a Bond film today. <laughs> uh, Sorry, people, I tried. Back to more story time. Say <laughs> what? Fuck's sake. All I want to talk about, Duke, is a fucking tweet that I sent today, okay? Is that okay? I guess. If we're going to let Super on the board talk, about, talk about a fucking tweet that I did. Right. I watched a film called The Man What's with the, the Golden Gun. Yeah, I like that. I'm here. To play Rust. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bond film. Go ahead. Yeah, he's got a cigarette light. The Man with the Golden gun. gun, right? Yeah. Which stars Christopher Lee uh, as Scaramanga, the man with the third nipple. And I tweeted saying this film would be a lot different if it was called The Man with the Third Nipple. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> now, here's the question the trivia question of the day. Does anybody know what. Uh, book by Nelson Algren, The Man with the Golden Gun, is a reference to? Nope. Chinny? No. Just me, he's Googling. It's also a movie with um, Frank Sinatra. It's The Man with the Golden Arm, and it's about a heroin addict. And does it it become a gun? And and the Duchess broke her arms. (laughs) Does he? No. Does he unscrew it and then stick a cigarette back? Moving on. Bottom, What's next? Like a was it written in 1950 by any chance? It was. <laughs> Great. How did you know that? It's well 1949, done. 1949, actually. It won an award in 1950. Yes, it did. You because Genie knows his stuff. Yeah, Wikipedia clothes. Yeah. If you he knows his, his stuff. You really so, awesome. so shall we do a, a sort of group Rust talk about first? Then? Oh, Rust. Shall we get that Shall out of the way? play the whole of my video and then just get out of the video? Yeah, we'll just play. It's eight minutes, so great. Um, yeah, so Rust. Uh, Ginny, you got in earlier in the week, I see. Um, no, I got in, like, before... Remember, I was playing it for last... I was playing it in last week's show. 
Yeah, but were yes, you playing it in the show? Yes, yeah, he was. He was trying to figure out how to put stairs up. Oh, God, that's right, you were. Oh, you were. So, so I started it about last Friday, last Saturday. Yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah just yeah, before you know, we recorded. Yeah. Finally got his stairs up. Oh, yeah, now right. I've got like a fucking huge house going on now. It's kind of huge. Yeah. It's got, you got width, but you don't really have the height yet. I built, I built a little bit of something in front of your house today, actually, while I was playing. You better not have. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it isn't a football pitch. I'm just going to warn you in advance. It's you not a football, make a football pitch. pitch in this game. Not no, it would have been. Could we Probably have made could, one? Some... <laughs> yeah, if we, if we could have made one, Prick, it would have been might, might try it. <laughs> and, well, no. I did try to do something else, but it wouldn't let me. <laughs> well, blow up my doors. <laughs> no, I could have done that, actually. I did have some uh, explosives. Yeah, because you got a, air, uh, what you call it? An airdrop. Airdrop. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I could I could have done that, but I didn't know. Okay, uh, but but I have built a little. So it's only a little something to be fair, nothing major. All right, well, I'm not playing it now, so I won't have a look. <laughs> no, that's fine. You fucking liar! Prick. You know you're playing it. <laughs> what a liar! Who's that there? What? <laughs> liar! Why have you put that there for? Because he wants to be a jerk. Yeah. Is that Can where I you live? <laughs> no. What, the shelter? Where do, all right, where do you live? <laughs> Not telling you, Duke. A Duke, don't tell him. Duke. I don't know where Stu lives. Duke, I've got yeah, C four, and I'm not afraid to use it on your fucking house. <laughs> it's not his house. Yeah, it's not my house. Man. No, on your house. Duke. A little shelter, no, but I'm, it does I'm, have uh, a sleeping bag there. So if you were to blow it up, yeah, you would have there is sleep. a sleeping bag there. And I'm keeping with Duke as well. I've got a sleeping bag in his house. Everyone's so got, he's got a house. That's not special. No, I've not got no house yet. Except the one that oh, I don't have a house yet. You had four. Oh, no, I've seen your house. What am I talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? We were stood on the roof together. What's oh, the matter yeah. with you? Hold on. I know where your house is. Oh, no. Because I could see my house in your pictures. That's sure. Right. Uh, could you? Yes. Oh, yeah, maybe you could. He has a pretty distinctive oh, house, you know. Just bear in mind, I have 15 C4s. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm behind your house, aren't I? Yeah. There was a sun streaming through your house. Yes. My house is very nice. Yeah, it is. It's cool. It is cool. Well, you can, you can get rid of it. exists by the time I get through with it. Well, you can, just, you can get rid of the little shack thing I built. It was only a bit of a grin, man. Uh, just, yeah. just get a yeah, grin. A bit of a grin. Oh, it's all a big <laughs> fucking joke, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, Duke told me to do it. Oh, give me $100. <laughs> he went, See, nobody ever does that me. part. People are oh, so-and-so <laughs> told me to do it. It was hanging me on. Tell you to do most of the time. Give me $100. I don't have any money. Yeah, you. He said, he said, you know what would be really, really funny if you build something in front of Chidi's house. So I just did, you know. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to be smarter than that. I'm going to be smarter. Than that. I'm not going to blow up. I've just seen it. It's a fucking pathetic house. It you is, it is. You don't even have to say that, Chinny. Here, I got the goods on Stu. Let me tell you something, people. Playing this game with Stuart is like playing with my decrepit, senile old grandfather. I tell you what, I went in. To, oh, what does that even mean? It means this. Most people, when I'm trying to explain the game, they'll look at the game and be like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. Stuart, he wouldn't shut... First of all, he didn't... He, uh, I'm trying to show him the areas around the hangar. You know what I'm talking about, Chinny. There's, yeah, that was there's loot, there's this, there's that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuart, I'm trying to show him, pick up this crate here. There's got good stuff there. I don't pick it up for. This game's dumb. I'm vomiting. I ate raw chicken again. I just <laughs> gave you some cooked chicken. What are you doing? No, I know. No, no. Yes, you did. Don't lie. In... I did, but I put the wrong thing in my 
box by mistake. Right, you ate the wrong goddamn chicken. Yeah, I did, I did. <sighs> I'd only just started playing the game. I'd been yeah. on for about 10 Chitty, minutes. Don't Chitty. just eat random shit. <laughs> Well, no, I had cooked chicken, but I put the wrong thing back in my box by mistake. I didn't look, uh, you know, so, I didn't spot the non crisscross. So we're meat. going up the stairs to the top of my tower for the first time. I'm Ooh. like, where are you, Stu? He's like, hang on, I'm coming. I nearly fell off. The, the stairs are surrounded by walls on all sides. What do you mean you nearly fell off? You can't fall off. No, I nearly fell down another flight of stairs and had to come up again. That yes. was all. Nearly fell down. But here's the kicker, Chinny. All right. Look, he's making it sound worse than it yeah. was. Whatever, dude. Uh, so, Chinny, what's one of the most important items you can possibly find in a loot drop? Um, well, um, I mean, a gun. Well, but suppose you had a thing that could make a gun out of other guns. Oh, like a repair kit. Uh, sorry, research. Sorry. That's right. Now, let me ask you this, Chinny. If yeah, I were trying yeah. to give you a repair kit and explain to you how it works, but you had somehow misplaced 10 uh, uh, piles of gunpowder, would you ignore Actually, it was about, me it was about trying to talk to you to about this research kit and instead waffle on and on and on about, where is my gunpowder? I made some gunpowder and it just vanished. Where is <laughs> it? It vanished. Where the hell did it go? Duke. <laughs> I made a load. We know that Duke, uh, Stu does not listen. He just doesn't <laughs> listen. And he constantly Sorry, talks. <laughs> talks, talks, talks. Well, hey, you taught me how to make some stairs, Duke, and look how big my house is now. Yeah. See what happens when you listen? So, in other words, next time I go in the game, Stu's going to have 700 million uh, research kits everywhere. Uh, now, the next time, if you want to help Stu, just don't. <laughs> Yeah, look, I know what I'm doing now, okay? I know what I'm doing. Well, so you say. I do. Yeah, you do. I do. I'm just giving you a hard time. Because it's fun. Um, it is, but what I'd like to say, first of all, I would like to thank everybody who who helped me out today. And everyone was very, very kind. Thank you. Yeah, everyone was really, really helpful. Fumu gave me loads of stuff. Real Defoe got some airdrops in. Yeah, Fumu gave me gave me one of those airdrop grenade things. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was very yeah, but kind. You can of... spawn him in. He's got admin access, you see. Right. Oh yeah, no, but, but it's still no, kind of just... him to type gives to airdrop thing. Yeah, 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 it's really uh, Yeah. Really hard. me bob thing. Uh, I'm not saying cool. anything. I'm not accusing Mark Alex of anything, but he has admin access and a Shitload of wood. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what a coinky, what a coinky dink that might be. Well, there was there was some of that sort of talk going on today because airdrops seem to be all occurring in around the same area of Mark Annex. No. <laughs> seems to be quite a lot of those going on. It's got to be said. Um, but no, it was good. It was good fun and like you know, and Duke, as much as he's giving me a hard time, was very helpful. Yeah, because. It, yeah. That's the thing. I get to give people a bollocking, but it's at the bottom of it all. I care. Yeah, he gave me loads of wood, and then he said there'd be 70% interest on everything. Yeah, 70%. I think he misheard me. It's 700%. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds a lot like, like 70%, but different. You know, it was like one of those payday loan companies in the UK. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind helping, but I just need my cut, you know? Yeah, it was a bit like that. Uh, but it's good. It was very good, and I've got I've got quite a bit of my own now, so I, I feel sort of kind of comfortable. Are you, but I know are you happy I'm, with the house that you've built? Well, I've, I've barely started, to be honest. It's just a starting point, really. Right. Somewhere to you know stick my head down when I'm. You are aware playing. that that is my sort of hunting ground for wood, where you are. 
Although, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, do I? Oh, you should have thought about it. Yeah. Now, there you go. <laughs> look, look, I'm gonna, I said to you. in hell here, that's all. I said to you, do you think anyone will mind if I build me a house here? And Duke said no, and he knows better than I, I did. You did not ask me that. What are you talking about? I did. Oh, I said, is this all right? He was like, yeah, he'd be fine there. What a liar. Who's going to care? Duke knows where my territory is. You see. Look, I built there, right? Because it was loads of rocks around. He as stupid as that, would he? He knows. No, I didn't actually realize that was your house until you've just said it again. You fucking do now. <laughs> but look, I've got a little house, all right? Get over it. It's a tiny little thing. It's not even a threat to your giant mm. monstrosity yeah. extension of a penis. Yeah. It's not even that big. My house isn't that big. No, but it could be. It will be eventually, I'm sure. Get in there. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to have quite a lot of fun, but God, I can see how this game would just take Time hours sink. and hours. I feel, I feel dirty every time I play it. Like, I, I feel like I should be playing something proper. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Us, like, like uh, I've, I've had Batman Oranges, oh, that's what I call it now, uh, from, from Boomerang for, for a while now, and I just like, I just keep playing Rust. I mean, I, I have played it, I will talk about it, but I just think, oh God, because all I do in Rust, I, I walk around the same route... Right, every day, and chop the same pieces of wood every day, so I can make my house bigger. That's all I do. It's like yeah, it's job. like Minecraft. It's like though, a job. It? I have to like do my shift. Yeah. It's what you do in Minecraft, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, it's just the same kind of stuff, except in this you sort of you know fighting off birds and potentially the people who are taking pot shots but at you. Know, you're I trying love to this element that we have going on here because there's so many cool people and it's a really good community. And I can see at some point we're going to develop, like, you know, killing and stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, interestingly, like, at one point I was in Duke's house with him, and it sounded like Beirut was outside. Well, yeah, people were getting down, fighting. There were, there were lots of that does happen again. I mean, you know. stuff going on, and then you have something, whatever had been killed coming up on the screen, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was good. Like, it, was, it was a lot I, of I did. That, that's how I played Rust. Right, I... Um, because now I know what I'm doing. You know, that video that I uploaded on VeteranGamers.uk YouTube channel, you should check it out. The, I had no idea. I literally just went in and that was it. You know, like no idea. Didn't know I had a medipack because I died and all this stuff. And uh, now I know what I'm doing. Right, I had a little bit of a splurge in a, like a more dense server. You know, like with 80 people in it and, people, and shit can get a bit crazy. Oh yeah, um, and I, you know, I, I was a bit more wiser. I knew what to do a little bit, and I was surviving. But it was very late, so I came off. So what I'm curious to do now, I've uploaded that video. You know, I'm going to do like a sort of like a second part to that, and see how long I can survive in a very crazy server. Because in that video, Stu, you saw it. I got taken hostage for a little bit. Oh, I didn't get that that far. I, I, I sort of got about the first four minutes in, and then um, my wife came in, so I had to stop. Ah. And she's like, he's He's swearing a lot on there. And Millie was sort of in the vicinity, so I was like, yeah, I better uh, stop. I this swear you got taken hostage, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that part. Yeah, like someone just went, um, who's that? Who's that? And I was like, uh, I, I was typing. I didn't even know how to talk. Right? And I was like, right, turn around. He fucking told me to turn around. So I turn around. He's like, right, what should we do? He tells you what to do. What, 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 what should we do with him? What should we do with him? And he's like, run. And I was like, I ain't running. Fuck you. So I just like bashed him in. Um, so, yeah. But the, but the trouble is, though, people now that have taken to running around half-naked looking like the new players and have bloody shotguns and guns yeah. and all sorts of shit yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, they were just checking if I had anything. Yeah. They probably 
So you can't blame him for wanting you to turn around because didn't a lot believe of me. They just probably thought, yeah. oh, no, he's... Uh... I, I, did he's talk to, I talked to him and said, look, I'm no threat. I don't know what I'm doing. I just bought this game, you know, being nice. Because my plan was to befriend them. And as soon as they give me some stuff, shoot me in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but they're not going to give you a gun. Yeah, but, you know, like, maybe they'd like, slip up somewhere or something. I don't know. Maybe they'd give me, like, a hatchet and just one of them would drop their guard. Yeah, and as soon as you hit them once, just... <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. I mean, I'd like you to try it, but... Heh, you're dead. <laughs> you're done, goofed. Yeah, but it's good. It is it's good. good. I mean... Yeah, uh, are you going to play yeah. any, any more? Because, you know, you... Of course. You are going to play it more, because... Yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Ah. He's, he's hooked now. I've kind of got the bug. You got him. Yeah, I've kind of got the bug. i got a couple of things um, i got to talk about with my, with Rust, not with Minecraft. Yeah. I am so, playing Minecraft, but... Before you go into that, how yeah. often do they update it? Because I'm worried, because... Um, I said I tweeted saying should I play Batman or should I play Rust? And Fumu uh, said like oh you should play Rust because you don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow. And I said that's oh. just as reason not to play it as it is to play it because it's kind like, of. here's the thing. Look, they usually update it like once a week. I'm surprised we haven't had an update since you've been on Chinny. But they oh. the last update was pretty major, so oh. I, I, it may not be anything real significant. Uh, some of them are cosmetic, some of them are substantive. Um, but most of the cosmetic stuff doesn't really require. I'd say maybe one out of every like three or four updates requires a. Um, What's a changed? Stuff. The only thing that's changed really, you know, the airdrops. Before when I first went on, every time there was an airdrop, it never used to say they're here. Yeah. Well, no, that's something they added on our server end. Yeah, that's the real default. Yeah, they, that's the other thing. They've modded our server a little bit, so there are certain yeah. things that are happening on our server, like the vinegar stuff, where you can remove pillars and whatnot. I didn't but, even do that. Yeah, I, I haven't messed with it, but that's something they've changed on our server. So oh, I see. It's a okay. different on our right. server than his other servers. So. so we can move, we can remove pillars now. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but you can apparently do it. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, and that's why you know if someone gets killed, it says like laughing at them for yeah, being killed by an angry. So and so got killed by a bear. Yeah, they they wrote that. Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, just it was like it was all in caps. Someday I will get to yeah. Yeah, that's and, and, and spelled wrong here. There, yeah, and really? spelled wrong. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently on the, on the Rust game on Steam, it says it's <laughs> updateless week. It says updateless week. Sorry guys, no real updates right. this week. Right. Uh, there was a lot of moaning uh, last week about the lack of new stuff in that update. See. So we're so we're looking at ways to bring you new stuff that's, faster. That strikes me as ridiculous. Like, who feels entitled to get an update every week? You yeah. got no, 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 no. They're saying that there wasn't enough new stuff in the update. What saying, yeah, true. Oh, I know, but I'm saying like the gamers feel like they are entitled to a, every week lots of new stuff. Screw y'all! You paid for a alpha access. You've got alpha access. Now you get yeah, to be patient. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they've got a development roadmap, I assume, and there will be stuff coming eventually. But they probably haven't I've... got much of a roadmap because like it, it must change so much as they're playing it. Well, right. But as Stu said last week, um. The, the, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make something so they can just add objects more easily, which then it'll start changing and advancing in a asymptotic manner. These are big words. Yeah, farming. Right. So anyway, um, stuff. <laughs> a few choice quotes from the past week in Rust. Uh, we should have a theme song for this. <laughs> Someone at one point said, my cock runneth over. Okay. It actually that's not what they said, but they said my cup, but it sounded like my cock. Um Epic Scotsman and I had a duel at one point because he was like, I've gotta kill someone and I was like, I'll fight you. And so we decided we would have a duel. 
he totally destroyed me. Oh my god! So did you? Did you do like a ten pace? Yes, yeah, totally did. Oh, it was like I'm gonna. Yeah. And what? What? What weapons? Did you both have the same weapon? Um. Yeah, we each had a P nine a P two fifty, and right. um. It was yeah, it was great. It was actually really really good. Um, that's funny. Yeah, he, you know, he totally owned me. Like we, you know, he, we, I went running the other direction. Then I tried to hide, and I think he was watching where I was going because I wasn't watching him because I was trying to run. So he just totally destroyed me, and it wasn't even. And then he fought Fumu, so we'll probably have more duels like that. Yeah, he so keeps, keeps so pestering me for a duel. Uh, I don't want one. So just, just, just let me get this straight. So you did a duel. So you did ten paces. Then what was meant to happen is you turned around and shoot. Well, no, we counted the ten, just... and then we. Uh, so it wasn't like a proper duel. You just did a runner and tried to hide. In the like, man with the golden gun, they have a proper duel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. A proper like back to back walk, ten paces, turn and shoot. We counted ten and then we shot. Yeah, well, it was I more see. than ten paces, I assume, but whatever. Anyway, Nick um, counts to twenty. He goes one, two, three. Parsnip was well, real... eaten by a pig. What is that about? How pathetic is that? You got eaten by a pig? Parsnip knows. I didn't know you could get eaten by a pig. I, I think yeah, he got eaten by a bear, and he was just like he heard the grunting, and he thought it was a pig snorting. Because uh, I don't think you, you can know, be eaten by a pig. I don't think you can be eaten by a pig. That's just ridiculous. Uh, I was like, really? Well, pigs just run away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, birds eat. <laughs> there was a whole That's thing. I don't remember who it was. I think it was. Uh, it was either Defoe or uh, Epic Scotsman. And it was like, come here and have a look in my secret room. And then as soon as someone went back there, it's like close the door and trap him in there. <laughs> It didn't actually happen, but it was a funny concept. Whoop-a-buzz, Kirk! We should do that. We should do that. And then I'm at like a window, and you can throw food in there and feed him every now and again. You can't throw stuff through the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoop-a-buzz, yeah. Kirk! Defoe was saying today he's looking at a mod that allows you to do like a turkey hunt type yeah. thing where someone has to, you know, set off running, and then everyone else has to hunt them down. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you don't really need a mod for that. You could just have one person be just the... Just do it. Hunted. Yeah. Um, I guess he could. The other thing that happened was Buzz Kirk. Whatever. Funamu will get that. I think it's him. Either him or Epic Scotsman. Uh Chinny was a hacker fish. I don't remember why that I wrote that down, but it was important. Uh I think it was Defoe said someone my daughter saw your dong and went, Ooh. That was a good choice moment. And my well, tower um, by the way. It took a minute and thirty eight seconds to climb down the tower. That's, That's a long time. To give you a sense of how long that is, people, I'll tell you what. I will start the stopwatch now. Hang on. I'll start the stopwatch and then let you know when a minute and 38 seconds is. I love it. On the, on the description on Steam, it says, Warning, contains violence and caveman-themed nudity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> caveman penises. Yeah, caveman-themed nudity. Um, you, you didn't mention my, my, one of my favorite bits that happened. That involves me. Um, the... Some I forgot who it was now. Somebody came in, and I pretended that I was the police. Remember that, Duke? <laughs> That's awesome. I said, look, this <laughs> random guy came in. It was like a friend of a friend or something. I was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? All right, and he's like, oh, no, 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 nothing. nothing. He's like, listen, I'm the police. I'm the police around here, so I have to, I have to make sure that, you know, like... <laughs> You know, things and people doing stuff. So I'm going to follow you for a little while and make sure that you're not doing anything wrong. He's like, okay, dude, okay. I've got nothing, man. I've got nothing. I, I, I'm just I'm just new to the server. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm not the police. So. Uh, it's yeah, that's pretty funny. He trusted you, man. That's not nice. He, yeah. 
like, genuinely was like, I, I don't know anything. Like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, okay, that's good that you're the police. Yeah, okay, fine. He's it's like, been probably thought, people. You probably thought you were going to protect him and everything. Yeah. No, I was, like, you I know, was look after him. him. No, I was watching him. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good, yeah. Russ. Um, it is a good game. But what what else have you been up to, Duke? Have you been making large structures in uh, Minecraft? Well, again, here's I? the thing, man. I've gone berserk for this crafting stuff. It's unbelievable. I don't know what happened, but when I've got to Rust, something was set off in my brain, and it was like, oh, I love crafting things. Get a workbench, get better tools, better this, better that. So after the show last week, I was like, you know what? I heard about this Terraria game. And and then I realized, wait a minute, there's a new one that's supposed to be even better. Okay, it's been a minute 32. Abound. Yeah. Wow, that, that is quite a while. Yeah, it, it is. It was actually a minute 52, so 20 seconds ago was when we got done. Anyway, um, yeah, so Starbound is the new one. And I am loving this game. I didn't think I would because it's 2D. And I was like, platforming, really? I'm not, I'm not a platform person. But apparently I am now because... It just works really well. It's someone, I saw a review somewhere, which is really well-worded. It says, Minecraft is building with a little bit of combat. Starbound is an adventure combat game with a little bit of building, which is a good way to put it. It's really open, and it's all procedurally generated, so you come upon castles. I found a dolly painting in the game. That's how cool it is. So, you know, the, wow. the twins play Terraria, my niece yeah. and nephew. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. See, I didn't think I would get it. I looked at the little screenshots. I looked at Let's Plays. I looked at this. I looked at that. And finally, I was like, you know what? I, I'm not expecting to love this, but I'm going to give it a shot. And you know what? For the first hour or two, I was kind of like, okay, it's a platformer, whatever. I'm digging. But the more I did it, the more I wanted to do it. And there's quests. And there's like, you know, there's there's new worlds to explore. And I think the fact that it's so... not It's not just one world. It's like other planets and... There's, you know, you'll be digging and you'll you'll come upon monsters to fight and you'll find pixels, which are the currency. But the funniest thing was um, one of the first things you're supposed to do is make a hunting bow, because normally if you kill monsters, that's the normal way you can kill them is with a sword or whatever. But if you kill them with a hunting bow, they'll drop meat and you need food to survive. Right. OK, so I would kill them with a hunting bow and then I could, realized I could craft a dagger that did more damage. I was like, yeah, so I had a dagger. And then after a while, I was realizing, wait a minute, I'm not getting any pixels. Pixels are really hard to find. How am I supposed to get these pixels? I went looking online, and it said, you get pixels every time you kill an animal. I'm like, no, I don't. And I realized I was only using hunting tools to kill the monsters, so I was always getting meat and no pixels. <laughs> what a moron I was. What an idiot. So that, that's that's a bit similar to the Silver Sword. Thing it really in, is. Uh, I've got suit. some sort of deficiency where I don't understand how weapons work <laughs> in video games or something. <laughs> how did I ever last 100 hours on Skyrim, much less 1,000? Ridiculous. But so Starbound's really awesome. I'm loving it. I'm having a really good time with it. And I'm only I'm, – I've, I've never left Tier 1. You know, there's like four levels of planets, eight tier, you know, tier, like Sector A, Sector B, Sector C, Sector D. I've only ever been to Sector A planets. So like I'm just starting out on that game and it's it's early release game. So I don't know how far it's going to go. It's going to be huge. And like I said, I didn't expect to like the 2D element and I think I would generally like it better if it were 3D, but it's working really well for me right now. So I think in a way the 2D thing makes it a little simpler because you know how sometimes in Minecraft when you're in a 
cave or whatever, and, and you've been exploring it for a little while and digging around, it's sometimes a little tricky to figure out how to get back. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So this doesn't have that problem. How do you get out? You go up. That's it. Yeah, true. true. And there's a shortcut. If you, when you're down at the bottom of the cavern in Starbound, if you go to the menu and choose save and quit, when you go back into the game, you're up in your spaceship. And you can just teleport down to the surface of your planet again. Boom, you're right back to the surface. So, yeah, I would like it if there were an actual way to, like, apparently in Terraria there is some sort of device you can use to warp back to the surface. I would like it if there were an actual one of those in the game, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's good. I'm liking it. And then... I um, I just don't get it. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I, that's what I had sort of I've looked at it. I've looked because, at it, and I've yeah, gone. I'm the same. I was picking nuts out of my teeth. Yeah, get that with your double on time. Um, <laughs> Stu just went into overload, and he's like, I can't. Too many jokes. Um, <laughs> you should have heard how many times he said erection. The first, he'll probably post the video at some point. <sighs> yeah, there is a video. So, hold on. I'm looking up at his erection. Stu, yeah. right, you've recorded yeah. a few things on your, on your PC now. I've recorded two hours of Rust today. I know. But not Russ, but you've recorded other things as well. I have. I've recorded at least any of it. And <laughs> they are where? Video games. On my hard drive. Stu, put yes. them into Dropbox and I will sort it. Well, I need to make them smaller, though. You see, I have to do work to do that. So how big are the files? Massive. I mean, like put it into megabytes. He's like, they're huge. No, 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 no. To put it into perspective, the ones I took today, I'll tell you how exactly how big they okay. are. Um, the ones in Rust today, there are three, uh, four videos. Each of them is half an hour long, mm-hmm. and each one is four gigs. Okay. <clears throat> because a full 60 frames a second, 1080p. Well, you shouldn't do that. I know I shouldn't, but it's, it's hard, right? There's not uh, The settings in the video capture thing aren't that specific. So it's just like it's small, 20 p- 30 frames a second. You don't need any more. 24 frames. Yeah, there's, it, it's not that specific, I don't think. I'll have a look at the settings and see if I can, if I can do that. Reduce but it's just... Files. Anyway, yeah. But, no, it's just... Yeah, I'd have to put them through my video editing and reduce them first before you well, can you do anything. Well, you just convert them. Where are you going to convert thing? What with? I'm, I'm not no bloody filmmaker. Presser. Oh, yeah, I've got that. Whatever that is. I would suggest this is something y'all could discuss after the show. Yes, I, I would agree with you. Right. Well, all so, of that, he records all these videos, and what does he do? And just watch them and like, have a wank. Right. So like, what does he do? What does he do? <laughs> I don't. I don't they're, just in, they're just sat everything. I don't do anything with them. They're just sat there. Weird. I ain't trying to film my games with no... I've even got... I've even, oh, no, I haven't got any from Half. I thought I had some from Half-Life, too. So I had a new idea. I got Monaco. I want to build in Minecraft, and I'm working on that now. Right. And, and then I was at school on Friday... Uh, after school, we hung out and we, you know, hanging out with the teachers, just having a, a little beverage after school. And I realized, like, wait a minute, there's probably a decent Minecraft clone for the iOS. Let's check it out. And there's there one called the Blockheads that's free, and it's really good so far. Like, it's very simple, and I'm not totally figuring out how it works, but um, it's cool. So far, so good. Why didn't you just get Minecraft Pocket Edition because or whatever that was? I would have to pay for that, wouldn't I, Stuart? <laughs> you, you bloody stingy person, you. dude! I bought that duet game you told me to play. Yeah, it I, is I, good. That, that's I a good game. I paid for Minecraft, didn't I? I could have bought a Minecraft clone. Claft. I've got actually. Minecraft. Actually, there's a free sort of duet type game I've been playing this week called uh, Red Bit Escape. Yeah, that's quite good. That's quite good. 
It's a dead simple concept. I don't know how well it would work on a small screen, though. Yeah. It's probably better on the iPad. Because basically you have to put your finger on a red square and just dodge the blue squares that are pinging around outside of you, if you will. So you can't touch any of the blue squares that are sort of flinging themselves around the grid where you are. So you've got to just move your red one around. It, it, it's very simple, but it's quite cool. Cool music again. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't reckon it'd be too good on a tiny screen. I think it'd be quite difficult. Yeah. So, uh, but apart from that, I've also been playing uh, more South Park, The Stick of Truth. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and, like it? Yeah. I've got to say, uh, I'm really enjoying that game. Sweet. Like, really enjoying it. Sweet. It's it's just so well structured, you know, the just everything about it, the way that it looks, the way it plays, the story, uh, the voice acting, you know, because it's all the, obviously the people who do the voices for the show and everything, it sounds just like the show. The script writing is just excellent. The way the story's panning out is cool. Uh, I'm not even too bothered about it. You know, I'm playing it on easy because that's what I tend to do with any games like this because I don't want to have the... Well, not so much. I just don't want the frustration or... Especially with an RPG, it being drawn out any longer than it needs to drawn be. Drawn out, because it's South Park. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm not really being... I think I've died once in battle on a boss oh. fight one, and that's it, the whole game so far. So I've not, I've not felt challenged at all in the fighting. Well, turn um, up a level. No, because you know what? I'm kind of okay with that. I don't like the fact there's no challenge, but I don't want to turn it up. No, I'm kind of okay with that because I'm kind of just enjoying the the story. Yes, because the story's so good. I don't want to have to lose fights and have to redo them to because I'm more interested in what's coming next because it's just so funny. You know, even today I played it for probably about two hours this morning and, and I laughed on a number of occasions playing it. You know, a proper laugh out loud laughed. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one certain section. My wife was on the treadmill again <laughs> while I was playing, and she was kind of watching me while I was playing it. Yeah. And and I could see her eyes being drawn to what was happening, and she was like looking at me like, "What the hell is going on?" Because it was a part of it, and I'm not going to tell you what it was because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Either. But it was just very, very funny, and, and needless to say, it involved the uh, controversial anal probing section of the game, you know, <laughs> with, with the aliens and stuff. So, uh, uh, and I was I was just really impressed of, of that whole section. It was just very funny from from beginning to end, and. And there's just one particular bit of it that just made me really laugh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, can, I can totally recommend it. I really can. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, South Park, it's great. I've had no other uh, touch wood. I'm going to touch some wood here. No other technical issues at all. Apart from that one tiny bit in the tutorial, I've not had any other issues with it. Sweet. It's run as smooth as you like. So, not a problem. Not on the PC, I can't comment on other platforms, but on the PC, I've had no other issues. Go ahead, comment on other platforms. Why not? Well, I can't because I haven't been on any of the others. You're um, a man. I am going to go to an iOS game that Sean uh, Anderson has recommended. Yeah. Uh, which is which is a free game, and I recommend you should both play this. I'm sure it's free. Free means crap. Right. Move on. No, no, it's really, really good, uh, and it's called Dirt. It's an iOS game called Dirt. Now, for some weird dirt. reason, if you search, that, that's Dirt for people that don't understand Stuart. Yeah, dirt. Uh, yeah, dirt. Um, now, the weird thing is, if you search it on iOS, it, you can't seem to find it because there's oh, loads great. of dirt bike, dirt bike games and all this sort of stuff. So it's, it must obviously get pushed down way down. Uh, the best way to find it, if you, if you just search on Google, put just put dirt iOS game, uh, and it'll give you a link there to the iTunes store, so you can you can find it that way. 
but yes, really, definitely worth playing. I really like this game. It's uh, I can't, I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. But when you first start playing it, right, Duke? Yeah. And I know you've you've got the patience of a fly. Okay. Like, oh, buzz, buzz, buzz. It is. It is right. But you've got to give it a little time. Just do what you can do, right? Because it seems very pointless. But <laughs> you're selling this game. I know, I know, but it's so difficult without spoiling it, right? It seems really... What you're doing seems really, really pointless, and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But as you do what you're doing more, and you'll know what to do because it's very obvious what you've got to do, right? As you do it more, you, it sort of kind of... You have some stuff that just makes more sense as you go along. But it's it's really hard to describe without, but just give it a play, it's it's a cool little game that I really, really like. So thank you for the recommendation. I thought it was excellent. Um, yes, cool. And it's it's got a whole lot more to it than you're expecting. Dirt. So, yeah, it's just called... Yeah, Dirt. That's dirt. it. Basically. Just look it up. If you Look it up through your device so that when you click on the link for it, don't read any reviews for it, though, because that would spoil <clears> it. So if you just look it up... I can't believe the main it, character was your father. No, but it's it's very good, so I'd totally recommend giving that one a whirl. And it's I'm sure it's free. I'm sure it was free. I don't remember paying for it. Um and then what else have I been playing? Russell, we talked about that. Uh Pink's, Pixel Junk Monsters HD is is finally free for PlayStation Plus members on the Vita. Cool. Uh, and I think Duke would love this game, but he hasn't got a Vita. But I think ah, we'd love it. That's too I'm bad. almost sure this one I'm almost sure this is on this is on Steam, isn't it? What's it called? Uh, I'm sure Pixel. Pixel Junk Monsters, I'm sure it's on Steam. Because I know of quite a few of the Pixel Junk games. Pixel are. Junk Monsters? Yeah. I got Eden, and I wasn't blown away. No, you'll, this is a tower defense. I think you'd like it. It is a cool, it's a cool little ta- tower defense game, because it has, a, has some interesting mechanics. For instance, Pixel if you're Junk Monsters sh- Ultimate on Steam. There you, go. there you go. Oh, it's quite expensive, that, I guess. For yeah. it, but it is pretty good. So wherever there's a tree, you can build a tower. Huh, that's um, cool. And you've got to protect your family. Yeah, you've got to protect your family. Uh, but what's cool, for instance, one of the little mechanics that you can do, if, if your tower's shooting at something and you want to make it more powerful, if you stand in the vicinity of it, it does like a, your, your little character does like a little dance, and while he's dancing, your tower's more powerful. Uh-huh. So it's got all these cool little mechanics going on. It's really, really good, I've got to say. I'm, I'm very impressed with what I've played so far. Dancing. Uh, yeah, so I can definitely uh, give that a recommendation. It's... Uh, well, I mean, if you've got PlayStation Plus, again, it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah. Just, you know, get it and play it. Uh, but the final thing I played this week is The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode uh-huh. 2. And I've got to say, they are terribly rubbish on the, on the PlayStation 3 for advertising where stuff is. That's because right? you're playing on PlayStation 3. They don't care about the PlayStation 3 anymore. They're not even yeah. paying... Oh, shit, man. But, right, if... You'd expect it to be in the new section, wouldn't you? New game section. No. It wasn't there. I'm like, where the hell is this? It's, it was in the add-ons, because it is kind of an add-on, I guess. But they, don't, they are selling it standalone as well. Minor aesthetic details. Yeah, whatever. Uh, don't tell Clementine whatever. I'll break the face. <laughs> don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Um, but yes, it was... It's true, he will. <laughs> It was in the add-ons, but I think it only came out on Friday. So, I've, I've, you know, again, for the EU PlayStation, we've had to wait a while for it to arrive compared to the other countries about a week later. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but, week. This is but, the definition of first world problems, dude. And you've played this, haven't you, Duke? I have. Well? you played this. 
Uh, I don't know about you, but I would say the first episode kind of set it up similar to what the first season did. I liked the first episode. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good, but I don't think I was, like, blown away. I was like, you know. But it, 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 it put the setting in place. But I think this episode uh, has really expanded on that. And, and I think I can see that it's going to develop quite nicely. They've set up a good scenario in the second season. It's different than the first one. I like that. They didn't want to just do the same thing, which is good. Now, they've, they've kept some of the same magic from the first season, but they didn't just tread the same ground, which is good. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, I, I am sort of looking forward more to the next part now because I think they've uh, done a good job of, of sort of setting up what's to come. Yeah. To an extent. We'll see. Um, and what was quite good, the interview with Melissa, by the way, we didn't talk any spoilers at all. So there's Dude. no, so people listening don't need to worry about there being any but spoilers. You know one of those sound bites you gave me had a spoiler for season one. Oh, yeah, there are some season one spoilers. But God, look, if you've not played season one by now, you shouldn't be listening to an interview, you know, regarding season two and, and sort of the Wolf Among Us, should you really? I guess. Does that mean if you I know? play Wolf Among Us, I shouldn't listen? Uh, no, no, there's no, no, there's no spoilers for that oh. either, really. Nothing of any great distinction. I gotcha. Can't believe Nothing that would frog got his dick it. cut off. <laughs> hey, did, did you hear about that guy that got his dick cut off? <laughs> I missed that story. <laughs> oh, yeah, and threw it out the window. Yes. Yeah, on the motorway, isn't it? I don't know. It's it was in Middlesbrough somewhere, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on the motorway, and they were, Someone, they were looking. I think it reminded me of Flight of the Concourse because they're so they it was so bad they chopped his body off. Why? <laughs> yeah, they, they chopped his they body actually, off. Uh... All that was left was a dick. Don't you mean they chopped his dick off? Nah, man, <laughs> chopped his body off, and he's just a dick. Uh, no, what? The, what? The, they actually closed the motorway while they were looking for his knob. Uh, yeah. It was some sort of revenge attack thing, wasn't it? I believe. Uh, Is that right? Gypsies were involved, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd slept with some girl, hadn't he, or something? Well, so they chopped his, they, they basically chopped his dick off and threw it out the car window on the motorway. There you go. Well, doing so it again. It's a bit of a John Wayne Bobbit thing. I was going to say John Wayne Bobbit. Yeah, yeah, but this wasn't a disgruntled girlfriend. Hey, we actually time. have some yeah, audio clips from this. Torquish, the voice, 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 and my master needs a caravan. I like to look after me mad. It's fair to you. Take it. What? Why the fuck do I want a caravan? It's got no fucking wheels. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like. Yep. Um, yeah, so that yeah, I saw that. Yeah, oh, oh my wife was, and I told Kay about the the guy with two teeth who gnawed that other guy's penis off. Oh yeah, yeah, and she was like, no, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Ginny told me it's true. <laughs> I heard that she was actually chewing asparagus, but whatever. So there you go, uh, Ginny. What what else have you been up to this week? I've been playing Rust. Yep, that's a game. That's a game. That's a game. Um, I have been playing Batman Oranges. Oh yeah, how is that then? So, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I, I made some notes. Do you wanna do you wanna hear my notes? Yeah, no, let's just go for it. Go. For right, it. I'm just getting into my phone because I made the notes on my phone, and here they are. Batman oranges. Slow start is my first note. Slow start. I thought the start of Arkham Asylum was one of the best introductions to a game uh, that I've played in a long time. You know where Joker's being wheeled into the asylum. And yep, you're just yep, watching him, and it's, you know it set up the character, it set up where you are really well. And look, you didn't feel like I don't remember playing like a tutorial in Batman Arkham Asylum. You know what I mean? It just sort of felt like the game trusted you a lot to work it out. You know, if there's an RB prompt on the screen, you're gonna yeah. press RB to find out what RB does. You know, 
and like it didn't like guide you through all the controls as much. Well, this one, it's just like this is how you fight, this is how you counter, this is, and I'm like, oh my god, it was so slow. It's like there's been three Batman games now, right? If somebody doesn't know how to play a Batman game, and this is their first one, let them work it out. They should have played the other ones anyway. Fuck them, right? Just, just let. <laughs> Just come on! I'm playing. I'm Batman. I know how to fucking beat somebody to death uh, or near to death because Batman doesn't kill people, as I had to explain to the twins right. when they was watching me yeah, play. No, they're, they're just they didn't know. Um, they, they was like, "What well, is he? Is he hurting him?" Like they they came later. Though. I was like, "That's what about how the... my dad bought me the graphic novel, the the cult, when I was a kid." No, that fucked me up, man. That's got some really graphic violence. <laughs> Merry Christmas, that is I... Batman. Like that really is Batman's toughest challenge ever, I think, of whether to kill or not. So anyway, my dad bought it. He's like, "Oh, graphic can I, comic." Can I just interrupt for just one second? Have if you, you promise to kiss a typhoid, I could do. Have you seen this comment someone's put on your YouTube video? No. <laughs> Matt Walters has put, "Thanks for the video. I hope you make some more because I like seeing you panic and die." Lol. Now kiss someone's bottom part of their sternum. <laughs> What is that all? Like seeing people die. Yeah, that is a very Who, odd comment. Matt Walters. Walters. Matt Walters. Yeah. Very strange. Who wants to see you panic and die? Lol. Yeah, that, that is sort of the funny part of that video, to be fair. To <laughs> sort of what I do. Uh, there you go. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Orange. Yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a slow start, and I felt like they just sort of baby stepped you all the way through the to do. Uh, you know the tutorial it just really felt like they go stop the game stop the game right you're an idiot you don't know what you're doing press x to hit somebody i'm like fuck off right i know how to play batman anyway um there's a lot of dumb dialogue as well batman talks to himself a lot in this game i found you know he's like maybe i should go up to that ledge there i sure wish i could see catwoman's labia (laughs) (laughs) but there was a lot of those moments where he goes i could use my detective mode to find out where fuck who are you talking to Nobody, yeah. right? And he doesn't. I don't think he does that. I don't remember him doing that. There's just a lot of stupid dialogue, even between like characters. There's just the dialogue that's not very good. You know, it's just like, it's just stupid. I, I just didn't like it. And like, this is the origin story, so like, no one knows who the Batman is because ah, oh, the rumors are true and all this shit. And look, I don't feel like they took advantage of because Batman's supposed to be intimidating, isn't he? You know, like. That's yeah. sort of like in I think that what they got across well in Batman Begins, in the movie was like Batman's like it's supposed to be really intimidating. It's probably proper when you see him face to face, it's like seeing a monster. You know, it's, it's meant to be really scary, and they did a really good job of that in Batman Begins. And like this one, it's just like, yeah, I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. Where's the where's the <laughs> yeah, I'm Batman. <laughs> where's the boiler room? Yeah, yeah. All right, boy. You know, what I mean, they did take advantage I mean, of like, yeah. like him it's being Batman. To be I mean, to be fair. Criminals are supposed to be shitting themselves, not. Yeah, I was going to say, he's meant to put the fear of God in him, isn't he? You know what I mean? That's why he chose the bat! And I think as well, I mean, and and this was one of the things... Back to Batman 101. This was one of the things that impressed me the most with Arkham Asylum was the fact that when you were were taking them out, the others were sort of panicking, weren't they, almost? There's still all that. There's still all that in there as well. But I'm just talking about... You know, know, the scenes... You know, when you're talking to people and stuff, it's just... Yeah, yeah, they should be scared. There was one moment which I quite liked, where you walk into a room and there are some bad guys in there, right? And your shadow is, like, cast over them, and it's, like, the bat, the head of his, you know, suit, and it's, like, the big bat shape, and he's like, oh, my God, he's here, and all this. That was cool, but when he talks to him, he's just like, you know, the, the, 
not even like the criminals, like like everybody everybody's scared of him because they don't know if he's good or bad. And this guy just like, oh, you're the Batman. He's like, yeah. Which way to the thing? And, you know, it's just like, oh, this is stupid. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? These are just the bad points. Uh, 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 yeah, there's a lot of cutscenes as well. There's a lot of those CGI cutscenes. I felt like Arkham Asylum stayed away from those CGI cutscenes. You know, so it look really pretty one minute. You know, you know what I mean, don't you? You know, when it looks yeah. amazingly stunning and beautiful, and the cutscenes are just fantastic. And then it cuts to the actual game, and you just think, fucking hell. Because it, the problem is when it does that, you realize sort of like the, the flaws of the graphics, right? But if you don't see the cutscenes very often, then it's not too bad. I remember in Arkham Asylum, like the first cutscene was a CGI cutscene where he's driving to the asylum, and he's got the Joker in, in the passenger seat. And then it cuts to when you go indoors and stuff, it cuts to the game, and that's it. But this is just a lot of cutscenes. It felt like, you know, the old PlayStation 1 era? Where you get yeah. terrible graphics, and but you get these amazing cutscenes in full CGI, because yeah. they couldn't do it in in game. It was sort of like that a bit, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, they should, they shouldn't do that. Um, and to be fair, do you know what I've noticed more so recently that sometimes the in-game footage looks slightly better than the cutscenes. Not in this case. Not in this case. Not in that case, oh, though. No, no, the the the, the CGI cutscenes are stunning. Um, but uh, you know, at the core of it, it's still a Batman game. You know what I mean? It's still a Batman game. And I think what this game suffers from the most is I've done this twice already. That's the problem. Yeah, right, like, right. You know, I don't think there's anything overtly wrong with it. You can definitely tell it's not as polished and as as well thought out as Asylum. I'm sorry, but Batman Arkham Asylum was probably one of the best games of the last generation. It was so perfect. You know, even the setting. I love the fact that it was set in this closed space because it could justify everything. You know, you, you could you could believe that Joker set up all these traps. You know, he probably took his time and he, he planned this or what. And in the city, like, it's just open, it's massive, and the city feels, like, empty. The city feels dead. And it feels dead in this one. It felt dead in City, uh, Arkham City, and it felt dead in this one. You know, you go on the streets and it's just shit. I don't like it though. It just doesn't feel like, you know, you play GTA, that's a real, sp- you know, people are doing things and you feel like it's a real place. And they, they try to justify by, with people not walking around because it's Christmas Eve in this game, and I just don't buy any of it. Um, but in Asylum, you can believe it. You know, you can believe that there's no one around. You can believe that Joker had time to set up all these traps. But I don't know. It, 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 uh, this is, yeah, as I said, the game suffers from we've done this twice already. So, you know, like, it ain't going to be as fun or as compelling as it is the third time as it is the first and second time. That's its main problem. How it, how it solves that, I don't know. And because there's another the Arkham Knight game that's coming out, I, you know, you can drive the fucking Batmobile, big whoop. I, you know, it ain't going to be that fun, is it? You know, we can drive in many cars. I don't know. I just don't think they're just clutching at straws. It's like, what can we do on this game now? I don't know. Just make him drive the fucking car. I don't give a shit. Just let's do <laughs> I just. What what they, they've done the trick? They did a sequel, which was probably you know it was worth yeah. doing. It, it, it does seem like they're just trying to milk it because it's they're good games and they want people to. It, they want to make more money. There's no question. That's the main great, route. They're great games, they're, you know, they're fantastic games. But I think they should have stopped at City and just gone. You know, let's let's come up with something new and let's, uh, you know, let's. There was talk about coming up with like a Silver Age Batman. You know, like that old yeah. sort of old Batman. That would have been awesome. You know, like try that and right, I don't right. know, you could have had fun with it and it probably wouldn't right. have sold as well because right, this right. We'll this Batman not an experience. 
this Batman, you know, yeah, it matches the the Chris Nolan Batman, so that's why it sells so well. But like, I, yeah, but I think I think it actually does a good job. Of, I probably said this before, like walking that boundary between Christopher Nolan and the animated show. Yeah, yeah. But I also I also think with Arkham Knight when that comes out, that'll all be about how great can we make it really look. You know, and, and I think there's yeah. going to be a lot of that with that because it's on next gen, isn't Stuart, it? So they've know, got to do not it. to waste them. But uh... Stuart, stop whining about minor aesthetic details. I'm not whining about anything, but you know they would have to have I... made that game because it's like, look, we've got Batman, we've got to put it on next gen and show people how great we can make it look. I suppose if there's another reason to make a, a Batman game, it, it would be on next gen. But look, yeah, what? what can't they do on current gen what they can do in next gen? That's what I, you know. That's the question. Well, what they nah. can do is they can make you know like if if your average um, pixel is you know or your average like you know I don't know what they call it the number of facets that a thing has polygon polygon thank you you know if you've got a certain number like in in a regular game you might have like a cube that they can take it to the next level and make it look like more like a dodecahedron I think that's one thing that they can do great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I think he drawn Batman now. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I wonder what's, you know, I wonder if, you know, one of the things we discuss a lot is the reduction of loading screens, but that doesn't seem to be the case so far on okay, this. Yeah, but right, let's let's say and, and let's, sort of his seamless story, you know, let, playing out. Let's say right that Batman Arkham Origins didn't have any loading screens. Let's say, and you know, I don't really can't remember any of the loading screens to be honest. There aren't that many. If you if you quick travel, there's a bit of a loading screen. Will it still be a great game? You know, what are they missing from this current gen that go, if we only had better hardware, we can do it? You know what I mean? That's like, what what are they missing? I just felt like they've done this game to de- to death. They've run out of ideas, and then they're just trying to push it. Yeah, and I agree other, A bigger map. Is a bigger map. Look, Arkham Asylum wasn't really like a big map. It, that wasn't the point. The, the, it was just a cool place to be Batman and a cool place to be trapped with the Joker, who's fucking crazy. I will uh, add in that the, the the Joker is now voiced by Troy Baker in this in this game instead of uh, Mark Hamill, and you can ta- you can sort of tell a little bit, but Troy Baker did a wicked job as the Joker. He's very oh, good. I don't know who Troy Baker is? Troy Baker, the voice uh, of um, Delson in the new uh, Infamous game, and he's also the voice of Bioshock Infinite's uh, Booker. Oh, and also The Last of Us. And, uh, yes, the Joel in The Last of Us. Yeah. I didn't use that comparison because Duke has a fucking planet. Uh, I know he hasn't. So, yeah, I think but, I think but, you're right, but I think you know. I mean, it's interesting. I was reading an article the other day, and it was talking about do you know because obviously the same with next gen and the extra memory that's available and all this other stuff that. You know, they can make AI even more realistic, like real people, how real people yeah, would like, act and all like, that kind of you stuff. Know, when, you know, when you're in those, those moments in Batman where you're like, hanging on the, the, the ledge and stuff and they're looking for you, those are cool moments, right? We all agree that sort of like made the game. Yeah, but very cool. Look, sure. How more, much more advanced do you need those to be in that situation? Well, this is play what... those games. That's the thing. This people is... need to know what they're doing and they need to pick a focus for their game. And that's not a good focus for a Batman game. I'm sorry. No, and this is what I was going to say. I mean, what was interesting about the article, it was saying, but do we really want them like real people where you're getting killed all the time in a game and getting frustrated because they are like you got more player for that, but I, look, right. Yeah, I I, I, but another thing that I find funny in, in, in Batman games, right, that I've always had problems with. In the, 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 the first one, they sort of did it. But, you know, in the second one, especially in this one, you know when Batman's on that ledge, high in that room, He's not in the dock. Like, 
They can fucking see him. Surely. They just I look up. Think they can see him. Yeah, but people don't always look up. Though. Come on. If there's a fucking Batman in the room, you go, right, where is he? And you'd look up. Like, I'm sure in, in, in Asylum, like, there's dark areas at the top. And you'd... There were. When you, when you were swinging around, you were in the dark. Yeah, well, this one, like, the whole the room is just lit up perfectly. Like, like, if you're on the ground floor, you can see if somebody was on top of that. And I just think that is fucking stupid. Yeah. Just it's difficult. Stupid. I mean, they just go, where is he? I'm like, here. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't play City to the end, and I've I've no real compulsion to play another Batman game at the moment. I've, there's no appeal to me yeah, whatsoever. They are good, you know. These Batman City is very good. I'm I'm just picking on these like silly minor things, really, but like they are good games. But what I said before, they just they've just run their course, you know. They've just I think, done their I've, thing, and that's it. I think the problem is even now, you know, even with games on the horizon for next generation, you know, for you know for the the Xbox One and the PS4 and all that kind of stuff. I don't think we're seeing any real innovation at the moment. You know, we haven't seen the next sort of cool thing that somebody's doing, you know, or, or sort of... Titanfall's getting you know, a lot of attention. It is, but... It, a lot of good reviews. But, you know. It is, but underneath all that shininess, is it really doing anything new or completely we'll different see, to any we'll other? We'll see if... I was going to... Sorry, I, I thought where you was going was, can it do anything that... An Xbox 360 can't do, but we'll... no, no, no. I was, I was meaning more. Is it, is it really that innovative? Is it that game changing compared to what we've had in the past? From what people have been saying, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, like it's, it's a, like a step up, you know, from the average. Point. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's not cool, but is it something that's so completely different to anything else? We're going, wow, this is definitely we're in the next generation now. Mm, that's true, and I think, okay. I think the problem is. With the 360 and the PS3, because the graphics were so much better than the previous generation, you automatically had that yeah, touch point, true. didn't you? Where you're going, this is totally different to anything the, we could the have had on the PS3. Didn't start evolving until Gears of War, really. You know, and and yeah, you, Bioshock, it, Gears, 2007 when the games started to step up their game. Uh, Gears of War was 2006, but you get my drift. Um, so yeah, you, you're right, Stu. You know, like we had a graphical leap last time, didn't we? We had a, yeah. we had a significant graphical leap, whereas the you know, I was thinking about this. You know, Infamous. I was watching some videos on Infamous, and Infamous is uh, it looks really good. I've I've always liked like the Infamous one game, um, but on a video, right? I don't know if you can tell like the subtle differences between the graphics. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And the other problem we've got is, I mean, like how good, for instance, did The Last of Us look? Yeah, look. You know, and that's a problem. Yeah, I just I just think that it's very difficult to tell by watching previews online how good these games are now and how good they look because the the, the upgrade is so small. So yeah, you, you might be right. We haven't had anything that's like significantly amazingly more. Yeah, I mean we're expecting them to look good. You know, we're expecting that anyway. I know, I mean it's interesting when I mean, we started the show by talking about Rust, which looks like yeah, it looks to me. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't to me. I mean, it looks. Me. It looks I saw, okay. okay. You don't play it for the graphics. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I was just going to say. It's it, 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 it's passable for what it is. Yeah. Sure. My, my, but my gameplay. Rush, my rush you know. looks like shit. I turn the grass off. Turn all the render settings down. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. I just like want it to play. No. But that's the, that's the point I'm trying to make. I guess is that that is a completely different experience to anything you'll experience on a console at the moment. Mm. Yeah. And that's a problem because there's nothing like that come for next generation on the console yet. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, like, why haven't they done? I mean, Daisy and that concept now is quite old. 
Minecraft yeah, sold so. phenomenally well on both consoles. Why? Yeah, sure. I was going to say it's like it's the console thing, but it Minecraft did sell well on the console. And I, and I oh, think the problem just is... go let's right. Microsoft tried it with State of Decay, didn't they? But they didn't quite. Well, I was just going to say that State of Decay is about the closest. It's close, but it isn't quite. It, it isn't an MMO. You can't jump in a server yeah. and go, "Oh my God, I'm being hijacked by some random guy." You know what I mean? That doesn't happen. It's just yeah. all... And that's what you need because that would say to people, Look, this, no, well, the we couldn't doing this. We couldn't play this on the 360 or the PS3. We didn't have anything like this on those exactly. consoles. It's weird why they haven't done that. You know, if I, I don't think they've done it. Sony, I'd be like, right, one of these games, look, get a developer on it, make something like this. I think they're just playing it safe at the moment. They're, they're going to the lowest denominator, aren't they? They're like, what's going to sell the most? Well, sure. They, they like, I think Microsoft and Sony tend to like to play it safe in general. Yeah, but like yeah. Rust, Daisy, you know, like these aren't shitty little selling games, are they? They're not indie games. Oh, no, God, no. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's, uh, it's nuts. It is, it's, I don't think it's necessarily nuts, but like I've, I, I said just before, we, we haven't just seen what we're going to get. We're still in this sort of very early stage, aren't we? And, uh, you know, even the order 1886, as, as great as that kind of looks, it's not anything that's, I don't think it's going to blow us away or go, wow, this is something we've never played before. Mm. And I think that's the problem. I think, I think developers in general are a bit stuck as to what to do, you know, to push the genre forward, really. But I think it's on the PC, unfortunately, where stuff is getting pushed forward and people are coming up with weird and new ideas and, and, and I hooking think that's people in. because there's less buy-in with a PC, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't people have to buy a developer kit if they want to develop for the Xbox and stuff? Yeah. Yes. You know yeah. I'm saying? The PC, you just sit at your computer and type some code, and you can swipe code from other things. Bear in mind, Daisy was made by somebody who was working at Armour. Yeah. Uh, oh, was he working at Armour? He was. He was a developer. Yeah, he was. He was working. Yeah, he's working yeah. at Armour. And Rust is made by Gary Newman, which is like most famous for Gary's mod. These aren't like some kids in their bedroom there. Right. But I'm saying though, Absolutely there are a lot not. of clones that are like those games. Yeah. The, well, the barrier to the access barrier is lower, definitely, on the PC. Yeah. And you can take a chance. You can I don't do know. Kickstarter. You can do early access on Steam. Those things matter. They're a big deal, and they'll help. I mean, I assume. I don't know. I'm not a developer. I don't know anything about this shit. But I assume that those things are some of the reason why we're seeing more development and more innovation in the world of PC games than we are in the Xbox and the 360. I mean, I mean in a way, what's, what's interesting about the early access games, I mean, you're playing Rust now, and in all intents and purposes, it's actually pretty good, isn't it, for what well, it yeah, is? Yeah, but it's still an alpha. That's... But it's still an alpha, yeah. yeah. But you're getting access to that, and you're happy to play it because it's kind of interesting to play. Oh, it's very interesting. I think it's interesting, you know I mean? it's and... interesting to play a game in alpha. Like, I've never experienced yeah. this before. Yeah. You know, to play a game in Alpha and watch it evolve, I'm excited. See, and it's, it's, See. Here's the thing. It's a good game in Alpha. Like, they it is a good it game. When there's plenty there already, and that's the goodness. Like, there are games... Okay, I'll give you this example. Because I, I went back for Space Engineers, and it's they just released a survival mode, and it's, you know, kind of like Minecraft in a way, but it's not really polished, and it's hard to figure out what to do, and... It's not, you know, Rust is kind of welcoming, and I know that I have people helping me, but, you know, when you start playing Rust, you, there's people showing you, you know, here's what you do, here's how you make a door and all that, but it's still, Space Engineers is a good example of how different it'll be when you don't have that stuff, you know what I mean? I think one of the best things that Rust has done so far is that even though it's kind of complicated when you very first start it's very easy to get your head around it's not 
anything that after a couple of hours you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you soon get the idea of it. And I think also, I, th- I think if Minecraft told Microsoft anything was that people are willing to latch onto these in- interesting and unusual games, you know, and-, and that they should be pushing more of that forward, you know, especially on the Xbox One, you know, and on the PS4. I don't know. We, they, they need to do something now Where in the, the fuck next did we year. Get here? Like, I was talking about Batman. Like, well, <laughs> I don't know. We were just talking about innovation, weren't we? You're stuff. doing wrong with not making mm. different kinds of games. But anyway, Batman's yeah. okay. <laughs> Batman's all right. Anyway, Batman's all right. That's it's okay. Not... But I mean, yeah, I think I think in the next twelve months they've got to bring something that makes people sit up and go, "Wow, this is this is the next generation. We're in it now. This is it." You know, that's what's got to. Oh, happen I'm hoping that Evolve will do that. Yeah, maybe that'll be the game. Destiny, you know, I can sort of see what they're getting at, but like Destiny cries a Borderlands two to me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, I suppose it looks okay, but it's it just looks like Borderlands. You know, I don't know. Like, um, but Evolve is like uh, an evolution of Left 4 Dead. Yeah, that looks cool, and I I I think that would be good. I think that's going to be cool. I think Destiny definitely has a chance more so than Titanfall. I would have said. Uh, bringing us something that we've never seen on a console before, because it is going to be like a proper MMO, but hopefully not the usual sort of type of MMO, where it is all in real-time combat and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I mean, it, I think due to the nature of the fact that it's on a console, we'll make it so it isn't like a PC MMO. You know, it'll just be lots of players in the same servers, you know, combining together to... to you know, challenge big goals and take down big monsters and all that kind of stuff. That's what I want out of Destiny. You know, that people working together to to achieve a, a common goal. Um, uh, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I want out of Destiny. I don't know what I want. That's the problem, Stu. Because like you know, like the it, the half the battle is like you, you don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? You want to be surprised. So like yeah. I didn't see like games like Daisy and Minecraft and Rust coming. You know what I mean? It just this. You dropped into a, a random map and go off you go. And I'd be like, that sounds like a fucking stupid idea, but it's great. <laughs> it is great. That's what most of these games are like, though, aren't they? Minecraft. Oh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a survival simulation game, yeah. isn't it? Really? And that sounds that's shit. That's what it is. It just sounds like dumb. But like, you know, where's where's the objective? Where's the story? And like, well, you, you sort of make your own story. And this is what shocked everybody about it. And that's why it's compelling because you don't know what's going to happen. Like the video that I uploaded is somebody uh, beat somebody beatboxed as soon as I spawned in and kidnapped yeah. me. Totally random. So you wouldn't get that in in fucking Halo, would you? No, you wouldn't, and I think that's the difference. I mean, Duke alluded to this in one of his, his posts that he made, you know, saying that what's comforting about games is that they're very familiar, and, and what you expect to happen, happens. Yeah. You know, what you're expecting to, to, to do, you do. Whereas I think in a game like Rust or DayZ, although the mechanics are all the same, and I totally agree with what he was saying, but it's the players that make it so very, very random. Yeah. You know, and it's that that makes it interesting and unusual because you're never really quite sure what the hell is going to happen next. Even the developer don't know what. The, like, just, no, they're no they're idea. Probably half as shocked as like as we are of some of the shit that goes on in these games. Yeah, and, and to be fair, you know, this isn't the first time stuff like this happens. I mean, we only need to look at Eve Online and see the shit that's happened in that game. Yeah, and like I, I was watching videos about the Penis Brotherhood, by the way. Uh, you know, yeah, like the, the, the whole thing, and it was just loads of people like. I'm talking like 50 people, right, running around naked, like just attacking anyone that was had clothes on. 
Yeah. That's what they did. Because that's what they do. So, you know. I mean, the interesting, I mean, just going back to Eve, the interesting, the developers of Eve said uh, it actually excites them when people do stuff outside of the norm, what they're not expecting. They find a loophole or a way to exploit the game. Yeah. They kind of like it because they think, oh, that's quite cool that they've done that. And then how that affects the economy within the game. Mm -hmm. Because this is real world money involved in, in EVE. So, so the impact of people doing stuff out of the norm is even greater than in a game like Rust. So, yeah, it is kind of interesting. Anyway, we need to get on because we've... It's we've an hour and 18 time. in the show. Yeah, I know, yeah. So we've, we've been talking for quite a while, but... Uh, we have got a topic this week, um, which is puzzle games we decided puzzle to do games. for this week. Puzzle games. So I guess we should start off by saying what's the first puzzle game, or puzzle game, even, puzzle, puzzle game. game that you can, puzzle game <laughs> game, uh, puzzle game that you can remember playing. I will what, propose that Zork is the first one I ever played because, yes, it's a text based adventure, but in its essence, you had to figure out it was a point and click adventure before we could point and click. You had to get this yeah. thing from over here and then take it over there and all that stuff. And then eventually you could unlock the door or whatever. Yeah, they were, they were so frustrating. Though. I remember playing the, the Hobbit game on the Spectrum. Uh, yeah, they were very frustrating, especially because the developers hadn't taken... I mean, they took a lot of time, obviously. It took forever to program back in those days. And the programming was very complicated just to make, you know... Oh, pick up box. You know, you now have a box in your hands. So they didn't realize how much they needed to spend time to program every single object. So you regularly find yourself in these situations where it's like you're in a room with a cup on the table and you, you pick up cup. And I don't know what a cup is. You're like, are you kidding me? I think I think the interesting thing about those were back in the day, they couldn't build in programming for variables where people spelt things wrong. Right. So you had to spell it precisely as it was, otherwise yep. it wouldn't work. Which is why I, mean, I was shit at those games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're shit at spelling, you could not play those games. Um, you think, oh, yeah. you know, that'll teach kids to learn to spell. No, it'll teach kids not to play that game. Yeah, typing of the dead, that's what they want to play. Um, but yeah, I mean, the first game I remember playing, or what I consider a puzzle game, I guess, was uh, Marble Madness Deluxe on the Spectrum. Classic. Do you remember it? Do you remember this game? It was on the Atari as well, wasn't it? I think originally. Um, but the reason I remember this game so well uh, was because my mum and dad uh, went out or they were away or something. I can't remember. And, my, and I was with my brother at home and his mates came around and we were playing it till about half past four in the morning. And um, it's just one of those, really, you know, from being a kid, because I was probably, I don't know, I was probably about 12, 11, maybe a bit younger than that. And I just remember it being really exciting that I was up at like half past four in the morning playing a video game. Yeah. You know, on the TV downstairs. And it was just, I don't know, it was just cool. And, you know, trying to roll this marble along these really tricky courses and not sort of rolling off the edge. Um, yeah. So did, did you play this, Duke? Nope. Nope. Never played Marble Madness. Ah, so good. So, so good. Nope. But yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's the first sort of game like that and then the, the next one i remember off the spectrum was um pipe mania remember pipe mania nope. yeah that was in bioshock it was in bioshock but it was oh. a, it was a game all oh, of oh, its own talking about. yeah yeah i played that yeah where you have to get the liquid the sewer the sewer pipes 
and you had to you had a distance you had to go before the sort of sewage caught up with you yeah uh, to complete a level uh, and i played this both on the spectrum and then later on the amiga when it came out on there as well um but i guess that was the first one so what about you, Chini, what's the first puzzle game you remember playing? I don't really remember. Um, I think the, the sort of first game I remember thinking about a lot, um, but it wasn't really a puzzle game. Well, it's not really a puzzle game. Uh, it was Metroid, Super Metroid. Okay. But, you know, like um, the Super Nintendo. And, you know, obviously that's a Metroidvania game. Uh, but I... You know, I remember sort of thinking about it. Like it was a, it was sort of the first memory I had, um, where I had to really think about the game. You know, I had to plan out routes and stuff, and like remember where things were, and work out why like I couldn't get through this point to this point. You know, like, it, like Metroid was known for you. You don't have access to this area yet because you don't have the upgrade necessary to go through this door. You know, and yep. like I, I, that concept was completely new to me. So I remember sort of just like. Okay, writing things down and going, right, I can't get through this now, but I'll remember what it is. And there was like a notes page, you know, remember the notes page in games, like in manuals and stuff where you have to... Yeah, I used to love that. That was good. And so there's all that going on. So Metro was the first game that I remember just sort of but thinking I, about. I guess, I guess it had puzzle elements, though, didn't it? Even though it wasn't a strictly a puzzle game. It wasn't a puzzle game, but like it was the first game where I had to use my noggin. Yeah, where you, had to, you just couldn't play it and get to where you were going. Nope. Yeah, I mean... What was it? What was the next one for you then, Duke? Well, the next one for me, I would say, is Load Runner. Oh yeah, Load okay. What was? I don't know what that is. What there's was that? a new version of Load Runner on the Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. Like a, there's a HD version. That's how I know it. But I know that it was a game back in the day. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was sort of a platformer-ish game, but it right. was. Um, you had like, you know, mon- uh, guys coming at you, and every time it was sort of turn-based because it was 2D. And you could climb up and run left and right and all the rest of it. But uh, when they, so whenever you took a step, they would take a step. So you could kind of figure out, you could just stop and look at what was going on and, you know, plan out your next move. And you could shoot um, down into the ground. And then if they came by before it filled itself in, they would fall into the ground. And then you could run over the top of them. And it was, a, it was puzzle-ish. Like it wasn't really a puzzle game, but it was kind of puzzling. So they, I I think it qualifies. So a lot of people yeah, used, no, used, used to use graph right. paper to map out their maps. Oh, yeah. Because it was all squares. And you could make your own maps. And like a lot of my friends had a good time trying figuring it out. You know, hey. What's go- yeah, I mean, I guess one of the games we should mention, you know, from very early on was uh, Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. I have that on my list as well. Yeah, because, I mean, that that's kind of interesting for me. And I've said this on the show before, but for any sort of newer listeners... Um, it's probably the one, apart from uh, Oblivion, it's, it's probably the one and only time my wife has bought me really anything gaming related. Uh-huh. Uh, because for our, it was our first wedding anniversary and she bought me a Game Boy yeah. uh, with Tetris. Uh, and I was, I was properly chuffed because yeah. it was like, wow, she's, she's bought me something really, you know, really cool. I think cool for the Game Boy, most, like, it wouldn't have one-tenth the popularity it has today. Because it, oh, it came standard yeah. with the Game Boy. And so, like, that's oh, yeah. how a lot of people got introduced to Tetris. And I also remember at the time when, that, like, all these celebrities on the news playing Game Boys and playing Tetris. It was just all over everywhere. Well, and Game Boy was the first viable portable game platform, so that was important. Where the battery lasted long enough for you to play the game. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, everything was monochrome. 
And did you did you have one of those big magnifiers with a light? I did, on it, yeah. I had a magnifier with a light on, yeah. Yeah, everybody had one of those things and a, a rechargeable battery pack. I, I had Battle well. Toads for the Game Boy, which is like impossible to finish. Yeah, Battle Toads. Yeah, yeah. Most games on that thing were impossible to Battle finish. To- but, but Battle Toads is notoriously famous for um, not being able to finish. Like, it's practically impossible to finish. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was cool. So that's that's one of my sort of cool ones. And then the the sort of next one for me is Lemmings. Yes, yeah. I played that, but I know it was big. Yeah, I used I to love, love Lemmings. Lemmings. Started my fascination with a Scottish developer that I now love. Yeah, just uh, yeah, Rockstar. true enough. Yeah, Rockstar. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep, love them now. But yeah, Le- Lemmings was a big. I was a big fan of. I played it on the Amiga. That Lemmings. That was my. Yeah, I did. I played it on love, the Amiga because it was big on the Amiga. Um. Yeah, loved it. Just loved it. And it was cool because it, it was literally just these, you know, little things that all had their own little little abilities. And it was it wasn't just a game from point A to point B and and trying to make sure nobody died. And everybody everybody did that thing where you just set them all off to commit suicide at the same time just to see what it yeah. looked like. Just because it was funny. Yep. Um, but you had like your blockers and your diggers, and you know everyone did something. It was it was kind of a, like worms. Uh, before worms, some, but before worms, yeah, it was kind of like, but but you weren't fighting it. Worms is like a turn-based of... combat game. Yeah, but but similar sort of abilities in a way. Yeah, a lot of people did compare the two, sort of aesthetically more than. Anything. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get worms so, yeah. for years, and then I loved it. Yeah, worms is great. I love it. Mm. I love worms. Uh, and you kicked my ass on more than one occasion playing worms. Oh, you did. I was I was never brilliant at it, but I just loved playing it because it was just so funny to play. It was good. It was. Worms you know, again, could... was wicked. Who could beat the holy hand grenade? Honestly, indeed. Laugh every laugh every time you set that thing off. Um, but yeah, lemmings. I love lemmings. Um, so what what's next for you, Duke? So next for me was um, ba ba mist. Yeah, I mean I've got mist on my list. Hey, oh, you see yeah. what I did there. See what you did. Uh, but I only played this sort of relatively recently. Yeah. Really, it's probably about mist. yeah two or three years ago. Such a glorious game. Yeah, and I have to agree. Yeah. You know, I started playing, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Nothing moves. What's going on? Because this was puzzling before puzzling knew what puzzling was. I know that doesn't make any sense, but I will stick by that. You just blew no, I my mind. I kind of, yeah. yeah, I kind of agree, because I guess when this came out, if you were looking for something that sort of defined an era or something that was... Totally unlike anything else at the time. I'm guessing this game would fit into that kind of area, oh, yeah. wouldn't it? And, you know, they, they they took the time to do it right. That's one of the things that's most important about Myst is that it was a beautiful-looking game at the time. It was, you know, this was before everything had to be 3D worlds, so it didn't matter that you could only move one screen at a time. And then they, you know, they made real Myst back when... They first made it possible to do that sort of 3D rendered world, but um, and the puzzles were intelligent. Like they weren't just clicking randomly at everything on the screen. Well, apart from the underground apart train, from the thing. underground train thing, yes. I think I think what made Miss so compelling for me was this cool mystery story. Yeah, it had a good that story. You know, as much as Robin Miller says they didn't have a story, I think they did have a decent story. I think they had a really good story. It was a really interesting. You you weren't sure who to trust, kind of story. Yeah, sure. 
you know, it wasn't it wasn't an amazing story, but it was it gave you enough to use your imagination to fill in the blanks and also keep it interesting along the way, didn't it? Yeah, I agree. You know, I I really loved it. You know, and and it's you know apart from that and more recently, Year Walking Device Six, it's it's one of the few games where I've actually had to get pieces of paper and write stuff down as I've been playing it. Yeah, you know, to work out the puzzles. You know, and I think. That's why I keep saying to you that device six and year what you would like because they're along that similar vein of really, really having to use your noggin to work out what the hell you're supposed to do. Yeah, well, maybe at some point. Yeah, that means just, never. Just cool. Yeah, it does mean never, but they are cool, uh, and obviously both of those are on my list. You know, both year walk and uh, and device six because I think in modern day puzzling games they're probably the best examples we've got at the moment. You know, of of just cool, innovative things that you're not likely to see on other platforms. You know, they really use the platforms that they're on. Um, I've also got, what else have I got in my list? Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll play that. I'll play the first one anyway. Yeah? Yeah. I like the first one. And this is kind of a point-and-click game. It's, it, in some ways, it's kind of similar to me. Well, point it's point and like click and puzzle aren't like, massive far apart, to be honest. They aren't. They aren't at all. And I think what's interesting about Phoenix, right, is, is like I said, it's, it's very similar in mechanics to Miss because of fixed screens that you, you go yep. from one yeah, to you another. Have to go to, to one see, scene to the other. Yeah, to see different viewpoints. Then you examine what's in the scene. Indeed. And you have to collect clues. Indeed. And then you go to court and sort of prosecute someone once you've got enough evidence. Objection. To prosecute. Yeah, objection. Um, I love that game. I absolutely loved it. And again, it's only obviously something I've Yeah, but look, it sort of wears off after all, don't you think? Um, the novelty wears off after all. Like, I mean, you don't play all of them, do you? No, I mean, I played to the end of the first game, like all the way through, and I, I found it kind of compelling because it was just interesting stories. You know, it was just interesting. Yeah, the, the, you know, the, the whole from... anime stuff like sort of got to me after a while. Yeah, you see, that doesn't, as you know, it doesn't bother me. Japanese games don't really bother me in that way. I, I kind of enjoy them, and, and a lot of the time I enjoy them for the quirky nature, mm. you know, and for the completely weird outlandish stuff that's going on um catherine but yeah phoenix right i thought it was really really good excellent game you uh, just said catherine, just, by the way. yeah i've got catherine on my list of course Ugh. of course i have but i was gonna before i bring that up um nine hours nine persons nine doors you know that game the the cool sort of escape yeah, game where you yeah uh they're bringing out a version of that on the ios and it's kind of weird because they've taken out all of the puzzles right? but left it as a sort of choose-your-own-adventure game. So they've sort of done it as a sort of choose-your-own-adventure story. And you have to still choose which doors you go through. And obviously, you've still got all the different endings depending on which doors you choose. But you don't have to solve the puzzle. So it's just like an interactive book now as opposed to a, a puzzle game interactive story. Sounds great. No, it is good. It's a really good story, actually. I can't hold in my excitement. Definitely worth playing. Lots of good voice acting as well in it. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that game. I think it's actually out on tomorrow. The 17th, I think it's out on. So it's out tomorrow. Uh, I'm trying to look at older games that I've got on my list. Uh, What have I got on my list that's older? Uh, Let me see. Um, see, I've not got anything else particularly old on my list. Now, have you got any older games that you can think of that you want to discuss? No, Which, oh, it's a little older. 
Yeah, I've got Bejeweled on my list. I can't think of it. Look, this is the thing. I can't think of any old puzzle games that I like. Bejeweled, better known as Candy Crush, to charge you loads yeah, of money yep. now. Because that's basically all candy. I keep, everyone who says they're playing Candy Crush, I just tell them to play Bejeweled. Well, what, it doesn't matter whether they're playing Candy Crush or Bejeweled. It's the same game. Yeah, yeah, but I'd rather them play Bejeweled and not be paying some stupid developer loads of money. Well, they don't play... Uh, most people I know pay, play Candy Crush, play it for free. Yeah, but there's a lot of people pay money. Well, I'm saying... Why don't you just tell them not to pay instead? Yeah, really. I know, yeah, well, I could, I could no, tell No, you them just want to go, uh, I know more than you because there's another game. <laughs> no, actually, though, p to be fair, they'd probably get uh, Rob Blind again anyway because there's Bejeweled Blitz, isn't there? Where, like a free-to-play version That's of that so where cheap. they charge you money. It's the same shit. It's Candy Crush, but called Bejeweled Blitz. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Bejeweled, and I've got Zuma on as well. Zuma Deluxe. Zuma. Zuma. Do you remember Zuma? I do remember Zuma, yeah. No, no I didn't fall in love with it, but yeah. I, you know, I like it. A game. lot of people liked it. Uh, my wife liked it until she got to the level that she just couldn't beat, and then she was like, I've had enough now. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, and then she just turned it off. She played it for ages, but she got to a level and she just could not beat it. You know, she just kept sort of dying before, like right near the end every time, you know, when you've nearly completed and got rid of them There's all. the thing where you've got to shoot the balls and match the balls. That's right. That's, that's... Yeah, so you got to, it's still like match three, match four or whatever, but you, you shoot the balls to match the balls in the, the train of balls slowly making the way to the centre. <laughs> balls. It is, yeah. And, and there's a lot, there was loads of cool power-ups and stuff, though, wasn't there? You know, loads of cool power-ups and different balls would do different things. Uh, and, and it was a really, again, I think, what links a lot of these puzzle games together and makes them so appealing is that the concept of them was really simple. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't, you didn't have to have, you know, some major intelligence to play these games. You know, they were, they were easy to understand and get on with, but they were difficult to master. And I think that's where, where they excelled really, you know, things like Zuma and, and Bejeweled, they were easy to play, but to really be good at them, you, you, you know, you had to practice and practice and practice. Like go. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I played Go. Played Go. I think is, is there an iOS version? I think I might have played mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Probably. Um. So what's what's next for you guys? Anything for for you next coming up? Like I said, I can't think of any puzzle game. Look, oh, this I think really Peggle's strong. the next one that's on my list. Peggle. What's that? Sorry. Peggle. Yeah, Peggle. I've got Peggle. Peggle is a good one. Now my wife is a master at this game. It's the only game where she got nearly every trophy on the PS3 version. Uh, Do you like me some Peggle? Yeah, she loves the Peggle. You know, it is it is one of well, what the one and potentially only game that she's played for countless hours. You know, my wife's played more of this probably ah. than you played Skyrim Duke. <laughs> oh. No, actually, that's that's just not Don't possible. Be silly. Yeah. yeah. But she has played. I bet. I bet if she added up how many hours she's played on Peggle, it'd be an awful, awful lot. Yeah. I mean, there was one point when I used to come home every night and she was playing Peggle. Yeah. You know, and and for a non-gamer, you know, and she would quite happily say she's a non-gamer. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You know that she played so much of Peggle, and I remember when it came out, we were all like, "This is just brilliant." Everybody was playing it? Peggle wasn't it, when it came out. Yeah. And it and had a like one-on-one -on -one thing. That was the best thing about it. So I never did that yeah. really. Yeah, oh to joy, man! That's what was good. Da, 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 da. That was the whole. The Peggle man. Two came out, and everybody talked about it and liked it, but I don't think it stuck around as much. Maybe because not everybody has an Xbox One. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I think not the game itself. Yeah, Xbox. if it had came on everything, everybody. Would... <laughs> that's all right, Duke. I didn't want to keep my ear in anyway. I think I think the other good, thing, the other great thing about Peggle was just 
just its whole concept. Hi, hi. Hey. <laughs> Fuck you, Clementine. Hey, hey, hey. just how we. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, there's no okay to say that to kids. Um, yeah, I think what was kind of cool about it, it was just all the little touches, like, you know, like the slow-mo zooming when you just nearly hit the last peg. Absolutely. You know, and it was all those little things that made it such a cool game to play. And then all the, you know, all the different um, player, playable characters that all had different powers and stuff. And then you got to a point where you could choose which one you use. That's the thing. It was a simple idea, but they did a good job of expanding on that simplicity without making it complicated. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was it was really really good the way that he did that. And kids get right into it and. You know, and they put it on everything, didn't they? Because it was on the 360, it's on the PS3, it's on the iOS, it's on Android, I'm sure. Is it on Android? I'm sure it must be on Android. It's, pre- it's pretty much on every single platform, isn't it? PC. You know, you name a platform, you can probably play Peggle on it. You know, and, and, and it's a good mobile game as well. You know, it just works. It You know, it works on every platform really, really well. It just works on everything. It just works on everything. True. Uh, what have I got up next? Right, Professor Layton I've got. Yeah, no, I liked the first one. The Curi- was it Curious Village? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was the first one. I mean, there's been a ton of them. Yeah, there's, like, there's like eight of them now. But, like, yeah. you know, they're all good, right? But, I don't know. I just The puzzles are very similar in every one now, though. You know, there's only, there's only so many hundred different types of puzzles you can have. You know, they're just variations on those original puzzles, mm. really. Yeah, you know, like, I... I haven't kept up with like what the puzzles are like compared to the other games. I know that like the one that I played, the puzzles really good. I liked it, and I I've seen Tara play the other games, you know, and yep. she you know like there's really good, you know, it's just the same stuff, but it's not a story. I really like the characters, and it's charming and and all sorts, but it's not really a game that I'm like really involved with where I need to find out what happened to, you know, whatever that little boy's name is. I mean, the stories in themselves are actually quite interesting. Yeah, I think they are. They probably are. But like, I just, you know, I'm not that invested. You know, I can't wait to find out what happened to that stupid little prick. Yeah, and it's quaint and it's charming, you know. And the cutscenes are really well done. These are very well done. Yeah, like full animated, full animated cutscenes. Are really, yeah, really and nice. they look cool. Um, but yeah, the game itself is is just interesting, you know, and. I, I played them every now and again. I've got two or three of them on the go, but the only one I ever finished was a Curious Village. I've not finished any of the others. I never finished any of them. No, I finished Curious Village. Sometimes when I go on holiday, I'll you know I'll play one on holiday if I'm sat on the beach or something. You know, I'll I'll give them a good play. Um, but yeah, they are they are kind of cool. They are kind of cool. Indeed. Um, I mean, moving sort of forward a bit in time, I guess. Should we should we start talking about 360 PS3 stuff? Yeah, because I can't think of anything from. Uh... From yeah. earlier generations, no, no. So, what have you got, you got on your list for more recent games then? Uh, well, I haven't got a list, so nothing. But Ilo uh, Mi- what? Ilo Milo, I've got that. No, I haven't got that. But yeah, <laughs> carry on. Ilo Milo, that was good. Um, it's good. It was cute. It was yeah. uh, a good split-screen co-op, which is tough to do yeah. on a puzzle game. I mean, I played this with Millie quite a lot. Yeah. Millie, and it was, you know, the perfect game for, for us to play. Sure. You know, because it, we could play together. She was kind of old enough to grasp the concept of what was going on. And you have autonomy. That's one thing that's really important for a game that you play with a, with a kid. Because, like, the Star Wars, you know, the Lego games, they had that thing where it was like, 
you, oh, how do you describe it? You know, if you have the edge of the screen pulling up against your, you know, the person you're playing with, that can be very frustrating. But when the Milo Milo had, you know, you, you could move around by yourself, which was very nice. Yeah, but to be fair to, be fair to Lego, they kind of fixed that in later games. Yeah, they did. It's true. They did fix it. But you're right, the earlier ones, you know, especially like Indiana Jones and stuff like that, which was the first ones I played with Millie. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It was it was kind of frustrating, especially when you've got a kid playing it who's not that sort of au fait with moving around in a video game world, and you were constantly getting stuck because you know she wasn't exactly going in the right direction or whatever. So you spent ages, you know, steering her around. And, yeah, and it was kind of frustrating. Um, I've also put Trials HD down. Yeah, hey. as a puzzle. Yeah, game. that's a puzzle game. Yeah, would you agree? I I think it it definitely. You know, it's it's kind physics, of a well it's, it's disguised a, it's a puzzle physics game, isn't it? It's... Yeah, it's a kind of well disguised puzzle game. Suppose, oh, I suppose. Yeah, because you don't think of it as a puzzle game, but I kind of think it is a puzzle game. Well, it's not a racing game. Of what is and is not a puzzle game are just, you know, vague to begin with, which is fun. Yeah, I suppose. But I think you know, again, that just took hold, didn't it, with everybody? Yeah, everybody was playing that. Yeah. They were on trials, and and it, again, it was the first score attack game that I can remember that did it really, really well. Geometry Wars, uh, uh, Devil May Cry, yeah, and Geometry Wars as well. Yeah, I guess Geometry Wars, Devil May, Cry. Uh, yeah, Devil May Cry, I <laughs> guess, but from yeah, but, from, but yeah, kind of, I guess, I think. Um, but no, trials I remember the most because it was that constant trying to better the other person's time all the time. You know, like Geometry Wars 2 and, and Geometry Wars before it did. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very, very you, cool. You, and you, I think... Your friends were very visible. Yeah, they were. You know what I mean? That's sort of like the 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 point of it. Did the, did the first one have the, the sort of ghost? Uh, no, they had friend? a needle at the top, you see. There's a needle. Oh, that's right. A needle at that's the top. Right. In the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So you um you could see where the other people, but in the newer one, yeah, like you, you had like actual like dots that were ghosts and stuff. So it was a little yeah. bit easy to see them. Yeah, and I, and I think that that game did so well because again, it was it was something completely like nothing anyone had played before. You know, it was uh, well, just an to interesting. To be fair, game. there were games that were like Excite Bike back in the day was sort of yeah. similar, but it Trials, did a job of, what's that? Trials, the first one, yeah, that was the first a original trials game, sure. But yeah. you know, to be fair, yeah, like it's it's okay. It did what it needed to do, so, and it did it well. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. I don't think we should undersell the value of doing, figuring out what you're doing and doing it very well, which they did. Yeah, and I and I think the next game, you know, divides people, but I think we should definitely talk is about it. Braid? It is indeed braid. Yeah. Like, yes. Jonathan Blow. Um. But if there ever was a a true puzzle game that made you scratch your noggin, I don't think, I don't think it was that many people. It's just Duke doesn't really like it because he hates Jonathan Blow. He wish he was dead. So you know, I just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it was that many. I, I think most people agree. I don't think it does either. I think people agree that the game is great. I think they just don't like the guy. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what's kind of interesting about Jonathan Blow though? I've I've heard him on a couple of podcasts. And... He's been very nice. Yeah, I was going to say more recently. I watched a sort of fifteen-minute playthrough of The Witness. Right. 
you know, his his new upcoming game. And even though, you know, a lot of people have made comparisons to Mist, it's kind of nothing like Mist. Aesthetically, it's got some similarities, but beyond that, it's nothing like Mist. And what was what was really interesting in the in the video walkthrough I saw him do, he was actually explaining how the puzzles worked. So he's actually going through all these puzzles and explaining how they worked and why they worked that way and how you found out how to understand the puzzles in the environment. And it was kind of at odds with a lot of stuff that Jonathan Blow's done in the past, you know, because a lot of his big thing with Braid was that you know, don't go to walkthrough. You should be able to figure it out, or are you just stupid or whatever, wasn't he? Right. But I think with the witness, I don't know whether he sort of realised that maybe what he did in the past was wrong, or whether he's, you know, he needs to take a different approach. But you know, from watching this little bit of a walkthrough video, it was completely the exact opposite. It was almost like he was saying, "Look, you know, I want people to understand how to play this game before they get it. This is how maybe you he just play." Did a lot of the backlash that he got. He got a lot of backlash because he's in. I don't know. It just seemed weird because he was. He was like you say. He was really nice and he was really being like dead helpful. I've said, heard. Look. I've heard him in interviews and stuff, and he comes across as an absolute tool. He said things on Twitter that where he comes across yeah. like, like an absolute tool. You're right, Stu. I've heard him on a, a recent podcast where he came across as a very nice man and he uh, he had very interesting thoughts. Um, but I, th- I I sort of feel like as soon as he starts talking about his own shit, that he's got some kind of protected license to, to, to say what he wants, and he doesn't. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. But but going back to Braid, I mean, I, I've never finished Braid. I've got I finished quite it. a way into it. You did, though, yeah. didn't you? you finished it. I finished it. I, I had to use a walker at some point, so I, like, I, I did finish it. Yeah, and we, I mean, just going, just just talking the walkthrough thing. If you hadn't have gone to the walkthrough, do you think you'd have ever figured no, out? No, there's there's one puzzle in particular that I just think I never would have figured out ever. Like, just yeah. no way. Where you got to get this ring and go, it goes up a lift at the same time as you on the other side. I just, I just don't think I would have, I would have got that at all. And I, and I think sort of it almost justifies you going looking at the walkthrough, yeah. doesn't it? When you yeah, like you know, if you look, look at the walkthrough and you go, I never would have got that, then it's a good job you looked because you probably wouldn't have progressed on the game. I, I mean, I really like the ending it's... of the game as well. It's quite a cool ending, but yeah, I'd have never seen that if it wasn't. I think I think what still fascinates me to this day when I listen to people talking about games and they go, "Oh, I'm stuck, so I just didn't bother playing any more of that game." Yeah, but look how many games that no. you've started and not finished, though. Yeah, but no, quite often though. I mean. Most examples aren't because I've got stuck, though. Most of them are just because I've never got back round to playing them again. Bothered. Yeah, I mean, the the only that's, one that really I think that's a, like a, a more that's a the reason being stuck is is justifiably a good reason to stop playing a game. Stop playing a game because you just can't be bothered, but you really like the game. Yeah, look, Batman Arkham City. There's nothing wrong with the game. You just can't be asked. That drives <laughs> yes. me mad. I was like, well, just finish the fucking game. I know, I know, but it was—it just wasn't compelling enough for me. You know, for instance, I know for absolute certainty that I'm going to finish South Park. Yeah, true. Yeah, I suppose it speaks to because, the game, I guess. Yeah, because I'm enjoying it so much, and I want to know what's going to happen next, because it's an interesting story. But something like Arkham City, I, I wasn't really that bothered or that invested in the story. No, the ending to City is pretty good, though. I will give it that. And you know what? I know where you are. I remember you telling me... Uh, I was just about to fight the Joker yeah, the second time. Like an hour or two away from the end. Yeah, probably. But I've but my my three sixty's gone now, along with that's that true. game. That's true. So it's gone. So there's no chance of ever going back and finishing Fair it enough. now. Fair enough. It's gone forever. Um, 
But we do need to move on. And then the next one I've got down is Limbo. Oh, yeah. Limbo, yeah. Uh, Portal comes before that. Kind of, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't actually, yes. I haven't put them down in any kind of date order. I've just put, I put Portal and Portal 2 together, I guess. So that's probably why. Um, uh, yeah, Limbo is definitely a puzzle game. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it is. And a very good one at that. It is a very good one. You know, and Duke, just to, just to let you know, and I, I probably didn't tell you, but you know the game 140 that I was trying to get you to play? You know, the weird platformer with music and stuff? I guess. Uh, that's made by the same developer as Limbo. That's made by them. Or him. Or one of the guys from the Limbo development. Limbo's team. great. Can we just all remember how great yeah. Limbo's? And 140 is definitely worth playing. I remember playing, uh, not not my first playthrough, but my, I think it was like my third or something. My third playthrough of Limbo, I did on the show just to prove how short the game was. And I, I yeah. finished it before we finished the, the show. You did. Yep. But it's, I mean, it, it was just such a cool game. And had one of the best demos of any game ever. Yeah. Yeah. Scary demo. Well, it was scary, but it also left that, it, it just finished at the perfect moment of you need to now find out what happens to him, don't you? Well, Bioshock, Bioshock did that as well. Yeah, Bioshock did that brilliantly well as well. I mean, they're two of the best demos ever. You want an example of a demo that actually sells the game? Yeah. Uh, that's, the, that's the demos you need to play. But, I mean, anybody out there, and I'm guessing there still are some people who may have never played Limbo. Uh, they could be. They could be. They could. You know, you, you need to go and play that game. And I think it's on quite a few platforms now as well, isn't it? Because I think it's on the Vita as well, isn't it? It's on quite a few things. Uh, yeah, it's on. I think it's on the iPad as well. Yeah, like yeah. So if you've never played Limbo, you need to because it's it's a fine game. Me too. It is a fine game. Um, yes. What else have we got? Uh, yeah, uh, Fez. Should mention Fez quickly, I suppose. Uh, another uh, very annoying developer. Never played it. Never played it. Never played it. I think you quite like Fez. No, um, don't play it. I played. Sorry, yeah, I played the demo, uh, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. So based on that, I just saw it. No, I even yeah, you know, it, after it, watching Indie Game the movie, I was like, yeah, it looks okay, but no. It's an interesting game. It is an interesting yeah, concept. It's just that the map sucks. Yeah, and it, but it's this sort of a room within a room within a room within a room. You know, there's lots of layers to everything. Nothing wrong with layers, but the map sucks. There's lots of layers. <laughs> I think Duke uh, says the uh, map sucks. Uh, map definitely yeah. sucks. It, it does look it does look cool it is a cool looking game though and uh he did do a good job of it he did do would have game. been for that shitty map <laughs> yeah it went for the shitty map so it breaks the game i'm not trying to be yeah. a jerk it really does break oh. the game okay all right, Duke. All right, all right. keep your what air on doing? Oh, what the yeah. fucking map? yeah what's the matter with you Oh, that's the thing. I, I wanted it to be a better game. The map was so bad that I just couldn't get with it. Um, and the next one, next one I've got down is Gunpoint. Oh yeah. No. Now that's that's a cool game. Never right there. I don't know what it is. Don't care. Yeah. Um, well, I played that. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of like. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, How are we not talking about Portal yet? I don't know. Because don't know I said we're saving it the came best out till last, last year. I know, but we're saving the best till last. I'm sorry, I thought we were going chronologically. My bad, go ahead. No, we're going in any order. Oh, I thought we were matter. going in chronologically because we started with the oldest games first. Well, I know, but you know, we're, we're sort of I don't want to talk about Portal stuff. yet, so we'll talk about it later. Sorry, go ahead, Gunpoint. Yeah. I don't know what we got to say. Yeah, man. Gunpoint. Well, I'm saving the best of the last, man. Sorry, go ahead, Portal. Portal's a great game. We've always said that. Nobody it is Portal's a great game. 
Uh, but gunpoint, yeah. It's it, again, it it mixes a a fairly simple mechanic and story, but then you can make it as complex as you like by changing switches and wiring stuff up to different stuff to it, achieve your goals. Exotic bitches. And it's it's again the best. I think the best puzzle games are the ones where time's not a pressure. One of the reasons that, like. Peggle works well is because you don't you know you have time you don't have to worry about oh I gotta hurry up and do this or do that you know Bejeweled Tetris same Tetris is a little different because there was you know they were falling so you had to make up your mind quickly but I think that um what you call it gunpoint gunpoint thank you there that you works well because it's not making you freak out about the time pressures ah no and it it's got some similarities to Mark of the Ninja as well hasn't it. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. No, it does because you can, you know, clamber along ceilings and you know hang off stuff. And... A game I care about. I think you'd like this, Gina. I think Gunpoint would be up your sort of alley, really. Mm, is Mockin' Ninja Mockin' Ninja's not a puzzle game? Mm, not really. Yeah. Small stealth, it's a platform isn't it? stealth game. Yeah, it's a stealth platform game. Yeah. But very cool. It's a fucking wicked game. We should just put it in this conversation because it's awesome. It's a wicked it's... game. Um. So I guess we better get on to Portal. Really, Portal is good. Finish, there we go. To so round hey, out the conversation. Before we get to those, what about World of Goo? Oh, yeah, I've got that down. That's a good one. I and was... Machinarium. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. I love it. Again, Machinarium, I played with Millie. Yeah. You know, and we played it together, and we love that game. It's so cute and clever mm-hmm. and very cool. And and again, they had a free demo on the that played in your web browser, so you didn't even have to install it. Played yeah. in your fucking web browser. And it, it, yeah, it gave you the first level of the game for free. Oh my! And then you were hooked. Then it was like I've got to buy it now because it was just so cool. Um. So yeah, yeah, I can definitely recommend both of those. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk some Portal then. I guess and we should, we can round out the conversation at that point, can't we? Yeah. But yeah, Portal. Uh, the greatest trick of Portal was nobody saw it coming. And I, and I think that's what made Portal... Yeah, everybody thought it was just going to be like a, a legit, like, normal puzzle game. Yeah. I remember being very frustrated that I fell for that. Just thinking, yeah. of course, this is a Valve game. This ain't going to be shit. Well, you know, no, or like, it was... this ain't going to be like your standard, just a puzzle game. It's a Valve game. There's going to be like loads of stuff in here. Like you know, it's going to be deep and well thought out, and that's that was the beauty. And I played that sort of, you know, early and brand new. I didn't get anything spoiled for me. Anything. It was perfect. And it even they'd even thought about it in the 360 in general, because I always remember this, and it always fascinated me because there were so many chambers. It was fifty. It was a fifteen chambers in it. I think there were 36 chambers. Ah, that's a Wu Tang Clan reference. Y'all won't get. That. So how many? How many do you think? 19. Is it 19 chambers? But when you looked at, you know, at someone sort of, you know, on the Xbox Live, it used to say what people were doing right now. Once you once you got to chamber 19, it always said you were in chamber 19, even though you were way beyond right, chamber yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even even the sort of status on your on your gamer tag yeah, didn't yeah. give away they, 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 they... what was going on, what was really happening yeah. in the game. Exactly. Uh, and it, and it was great for that because it just pulled the wool over everybody's eyes, didn't yeah, it? it? Did. Uh, one of my favorite moments, like like, was sort of discovering that Portal Two was just as, if not better, than Portal One, and just sort of like playing Portal Two 
and just going, oh my god, they've done it again. Like this is just as good. Like this is amazing. And then one of my other favorite moments of Portal Two is playing it with Duke. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The converse, the all, the all the word, the voice chat was, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh fuck. Oh, yeah. No, that's not it. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, yep. shit. No, 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 that's not it. No, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Nope. And that was it. That's it for like three hours. And it was just so much fun. And uh, when you do find it out, figure it out, it's just it's just a brilliant feeling. So, yeah, like it's just so many great memories. And it's just one of the best games I've ever played, let alone Puzzle. I agree. I mean, I, I played with Chris MJW on the, on the PS3 version. We don't talk about him because he's on a different podcast, you see. In, uh... Keep it local. That's what I talk about. Yeah, he's, in, he's on the Boss Wave, the Boss Boss Wave, 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 Wave podcast. But yeah, I played with Chris and, and we had a whole ton of fun playing that together. Uh, and we did the whole of the, the sort of main call campaign and then we did make a start on the expert maps, you know, the ones that they added on. Not the pit, um, by, yeah, by God, they were difficult. Like so, so difficult, unbelievably complex. Well, I never played those. Did you do? Nope. They were crazy, right? And we were playing those in court. We were going, like, even trying to conceive how the hell they even came up with it. You know, like, someone actually figured out that puzzle, right? This is what we're going, this is the puzzle. This is how it's going to work. And we were, like, even, you know, when we finally figured out how to do just, you know, I think we only did about four of them. We didn't do very many because it was so crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, and, and not only sort of figuring it out, but actually executing what you had to do from the timing aspect and what have you. So it wasn't even just as simple as, oh, that's how you do it. Like, quite often we figured out how to do it, but actually executing what we had to do was almost impossible. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, I mean, and I guess that's a suitable round out to the puzzle game conversation, really. That... Duke, do you want to say anything about Portal? Yeah, any, anything I you'd like to add. What Portal did as a puzzle game was, A, again, like for the most part, you didn't have time pressure weighing on you. I don't think that can be overstated how important it is to take the time pressure off. And there are certain points when there is some time pressure, and that's fine, but especially with Portal 2, they knew they could put the time, the, the, you know, when you had to run away from Wheatley or whatever, right? That was exciting in part because you weren't racing to get done with puzzles, and they could decide when to put time pressure in, and it didn't have to be every five seconds. So, again, I think that's a real excellent thing that they did, and... um Yes, well done to them. <laughs> Sorry, they should know. get a lot of money for that game. They should get a lot of money. Um, if I had to sum up in one sort of sentence or so what makes a really great puzzle game is a game where you can't figure out what to do, but when you're not playing about playing it, you're actually still thinking about it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Do you know what I mean? Because I did that with Mist, I did it with Portal. Oh, yeah. You know, where you're actually, and then quite often you'll formulate what you need to do. So the the next thing you want to do is actually get back in and try what you're thinking to see if it is that. Oh, yeah. I think the art of a great puzzle game is making something hard enough for you to think, oh, God, how do I do it? And then when you figure it out, it sort of, like, makes you feel like a genius. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And again, both Mist and Portal did that in spades, really. Oh, yes. Very good. Right. Well, that's it. So uh, thank you guys for doing that. And uh, let's shall we shall we sort of see what everybody thought on the Facebooks? What were their favourite puzzle let's games? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Are you ready? Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? 
gonna be my wanna be my friend. Uh, so starting with Robin Brown, he said the portals obviously though the Professor Layton games were quite fun as well. They were. Uh, Sean Anderson said, "Love me some Yoshi's cookies." What? Ah, uh, uh, mm. don't know. Uh. Uh, Michael Swale says, "Doctor Mario." And interesting, this is an interesting one. Tomb Raider wasn't awful, and it was a puzzle game. Yeah, I get Tomb Raider was. Yeah, there's loads of puzzles. Yes, very good one. Loads of puzzles because there's more puzzles loads. in Tomb Raider original than there were com- than there, than there was combat. So, yes, you are right. I will give yeah. you that one. I will allow who it. Could, who could forget Thor's hammer? Yes, indeed. That was cool. And also the one, the the switch puzzle, uh, which, yeah. which to this day is probably still one of the most difficult puzzles in any game there's no, there's ever. No fucking pattern to it. Just... Well, there was, was there? but there was something like we, the the way I did it. There was some guy who I worked with who was like some really uh, sort of had a degree in mathematics. And we and he sat down and did every possible combination of switches that you could have, and there was something like forty nine different combinations. The only puzzle I remember towards the end of that game is when you come across like another version of yourself, like a kind of meat version of yourself, and like yeah. it coppers out your every move on the opposite side of the room. That's right. Yeah. God, remember yeah. That? I that do. Was a very good moment in that game. Because I finished Tomb Raider. It's interesting. We were talking about Tomb Raider in third person action games, but it also fits into this quite nicely yeah. as well. So Tomb Raider is a good one. Yeah, I love. Yeah, it Raider. is. Uh, John Williams says, uh, folding the free maps back up that come with games. <laughs> yeah. Why would you fold them up? You're supposed to put them up on your wall. There you go. Or, or your classroom wall. Yeah. Well, that's my wall. Uh, Christian Barkley agrees that he always loved Lemmings. Yeah. So Great game. Uh, Dan Fletcher says, Machinarium, mm-hmm. uh, which we've mentioned. It's great. Uh, SLH uh, says Tetris, Peggle, and Portal 2, even though it made me feel sick. Oh, Portal 2 made me feel sick. Yeah, it can do. Sick. People get vertigo. Oh, I suppose yeah. they do. Playing that. Uh, Matthew Walters said uh, Portal and Portal 2. A lot of Portal love. Yes. Of course. Uh, Brandon Conway says, uh, it, it, it still makes me chuckle this Portal from the last gen. There's obviously 360. Yeah, no, he's, right. he's right. He's right. He is right. He is right. Uh, but all time, uh, Bubble Bath Babes. Uh, oh, nothing s- like playing Tetris while getting a look at naked Nez Babe. Pixel nipples are amazing. Some <laughs> uh, chains, Crayon Physics Deluxe. Uh, that is quite cool, Crayon Physics Deluxe, actually. It's a cool little puzzle. Oh, game. isn't that where you got to draw your bridges and shit like that? You do. You do. It's a cool game. Doodles are bugged. Yeah. Oh, God, your doodles are bugged. That's right. God, that was a good indie game. Uh, puzzle Quest. Uh, which is cool, Puzzle Quest, because it's like an RPG, but the it's a sort of match three battle system. Yep. Um, hey, wait a minute! I always thought I hated puzzle games. Guess not. Candy Crush, here I come. Uh, anyway, uh, Richard Allen Finch says Portal Chuffing Epic. Uh, yeah, straight. Jamie Car. Yeah, Jamie Cartwright Puzzle. Huh? Ooh, sorry. I really did enjoy Ghost Trick, uh, which I played recently on the iOS, and that is quite a cool game. Uh, on the day, who was that? Jamie Cartwright. Yeah, I like Jamie. But I can't, He's a good lad. But I can't say favourite because it had some annoying what-the-fuck moments to figure it. What? Uh, I, rem- I remember Love Buster Move 2 and that music on the PS. Sorry. Uh, if Limbo... I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember what made me think of this, but you remember that moment on The Simpsons, uh, Chinny, when Lisa goes, I'm losing my perspicacity. No. That was an awesome no. moment. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Brilliant. Uh, if Limbo cancels a puzzle game, then it might be that. Absolutely. Is this still Jamie? Yeah, it's still Jamie. No, he had lots of Limbo. Um, Chris Williams, he says, sorry to be a bore, uh, but it's got to be Portal 2, but he doesn't even mention playing with me. Oh, 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 oh sad. Yeah. Do remember when I mentioned you about my Portal experience? Because I, I, exactly. I value you a lot, and I, I think that me and you shared a good moment there. And like, Chris oh, didn't yeah, even exactly. remember that. He didn't even that he he remember. Was like, oh, fuck, who did I play with again? I don't fucking know. Uh, Tetris on the Game Boy or Dr. Mario were talking pure Dr. Mario was interesting because it was like kind of an anthropomorphic puzzle game in a way. I never played Dr. Mario. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's where you tell us Uh, what it is, Duke. Yeah, Duke. Oh, it's, um, it's like you, it's like, oh God, it was Tetris, but you had drugs coming down. You had to match up the drugs basically. And Dr. Mario was off to the side. That's why I call it, I would call it an anthropomorphic game in a way. Okay. Okay. What, like heroin and, and stuff like that? Cocaine. Yeah, but it was pills. So the pills, you line up the pills. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Pop it. Uh, yeah. Alan Bennett, he says, choo-choo rocket jumps out immediately. Uh, so I, I hear people talk of this, but I don't know what it is, really. I have not a clue what choo-choo rocket No, it's is. a thing. People like it. It's a thing. Do you know what it is? Nope. Choo. Juke, choo, choo, juke. No. Um. Had a certain charm and one of the very first console games, along with Quake, that I, I ever played online. Choose you, is that it? Choose me. Choose you. Um, Richard Primrose, he says defense grid. Uh, being as you won't do strategy um, games, but we should do a strategy game at some point. Uh, just be high level. Yeah, before there was a high level. Yeah, there's not enough strategy games to do what one am? show. Choose me. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, but he does say Portal 2 last, uh, best game of last gen. Mm-hmm. So Portal yeah. 2. Uh, Lewis Danson. Lewis Danson, I agree, Portal. And to round us out, Nicholas Charles Abbott says, Portal, enough said. Bam. Bam. There you go. So thank you, everybody, who partook in that. Yes, uh, people. Thank you, everybody. T-H-A-K-Y-O-U. Thank and he hates me. Ginny hates me. Right. Uh, at this point, we should do the mail and then get the hell oh, out Twitter's of here. Twitter's and stuff. Uh, we did have a couple uh, of tweets. Are we doing Twitter or are we doing email? Well, we can do... I'm just looking at... Like, we everything's put on Facebook. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I Twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it. Twittered it. Nice to know we don't laugh at that anymore. But it's still okay. There. Here we go. Um, I find it. Yeah, Neil every- Neil Cooper. Neil Cooper on the old tweets. Ah, from Void Games. Yeah, Download Super and Tap he, now. Yeah, he says new update where you can. It's time tra- time trial mode or something. Talk about oh, your but, awesome puzzle games. Dang. Yeah, yeah. We never mentioned that, did we? Yeah, Super Tap. That's awesome. Um, but he says Super Puzzle Fighter Two because it's Street Fighter addictive and. It's godlike. So there you go. There you go. Godlike. Godlike. Uh, yeah. Neil Hext Jen says, uh, oh, actually, that's a Titanfall reference, so we'll ignore that one. Sorry about that, Neil, but uh, yeah, he's, he's liking uh, Titanfall. So there you go. Uh, but Step J says, Portal 2 for me. It's incredible. Plays like butter. Uh, Andy R says, dare I say, Threes. That's good. It's good threes. 
There you go. Uh, IP says, Braid was fantastic and brutal all at the same time. It took every brain till I have to complete it. First of all, oh, thank I you don't know what br- threes is, is that a thing? Oh, it's good, threes. Oh, it's yeah. the, the next big thing. Next big thing. Um, I thought the cloud was the next uh, big thing. Exactly. Uh, Martin Greaves, he said, I played a really addictive game in the 80s on the C64 called The Sentinel. Played it for hours. And I think that might be it. I'm just looking at it. Cool. Yep, that's it. That's all the ones on the tweet. So thank you, everybody, who did the tweet. And uh, yeah, now we will do some emails. Let's do some emails. Okay, let's do some emails. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. And the first one's from Daniel Hall, and he says, Egg time, a topic. So we've got the music for that. All oh, right. Very, very well, yeah, for half of it's all. Big tones. He says, hi, guys. I have a question for Egg Timer Topic. Yo. What is the worst game you have completed? I think mine would be Resident Evil 6. Damn. Heavy rain. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You were quick. Quick to the the point there. That was quick. Um, Mm. I struggled with this. It's a tough one. It's tough for me because... I got it. Oh, go on, go on, what's yours? Bayonetta. Oh, get lost. That game's all right. You can't fucking argue with my opinion. Balls. I guess. I <laughs> think that Bayonetta was very difficult ah. to finish. A, because it sucks balls. <laughs> B, because A. I thought you'd have said it. I thought you'd have said Azura's Wrath, actually. Yeah, that was pretty tough, but that was just that was a slog. I actually got a headache when I finished Bayonetta. I felt physically ill. Like, because you know the game, Stu. It pretends that it ends about three times. Right. Oh, yeah, I know the game. And it like, definitely does that. And you can't argue with me this statement either. There's a lot going on on screen when you're riding that fucking rocket towards a building and, you know, fighting somebody who's bigger than the universe. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. So my head was pounding after I finished that game. <laughs> this is like my head was really hurting when I finished that game. So I'm not shocked. I, I am not so sure. happy when it fucking finished. Um, I struggle with this because I try and avoid playing shit games. Yes. Uh, Why would you play it so much if you don't like it? That's the question. Yeah. I mean, Chini, Chini finishes them because he has a compulsion to finish Sorry. every game yeah, he starts. I have some weird thing. So. Even if it's shit. Mm. Even if it's shit. It's I mean, rare that I'll put a game down. Um, you know, I, I did it with Dead Rising 2, remember? Like, I stopped playing it. Yeah. But then I came back. Yeah. I came back because it was. Given... I think if I had to say the worst game I've played would probably be Duke Nukem Forever. But I finished that. But I didn't finish. And it. I didn't think I it didn't was that it. bad compared to. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But I guess I have finished a game that. You didn't finish Deadly people... Premonition. Well, that's what I was just about to say. I have finished a game that most people think is shit, but actually I really, really like, which is Deadly Premonition. So that kind of counts, I suppose. I never finished because you know. I like Could it, but a lot bothered. of people just... One of the of very rare don't. times where I look at a game and go, well, what is the fucking point in this? Yeah, so there you go. That's that's probably mine, because I'm can't. I really struggling to think of a game that I've finished that was... I mean, I played Vampire Rain for about 
25 minutes or so. Well, that game's... And that game is truly horrible. Yeah. But there would be no compulsion to go any further than that because it was so terrible. You know, control-wise and everything, it was just a broken, horrible game. It was a mess. You know. I'd be able to say that if a game has the word rain in it, then it's just, like, not worth playing. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. And... Anyway, uh, next email is off Sean Anderson, Mr. Anderson. And he says, two quick iOS game recommendations. He says, hey, all. Hey. Uh, two, two quick ISO, 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 iOS, iOS. International Socialist I- Organization. I something like that. Video games. iOS game recommendation says, Guardian Saga is a really fun Dragon Warrior clone that speeds up the grinding a bit. I have Dragon Warrior for my NES, and this is pretty much the same game. It's light and fun and nostalgic. So I haven't checked that one out yet, but his other recommendation, Dirt, is a solid little concept game with a cool mechanic. I won't say any more. You'll have to play it for yourself, and I have to agree it is a cool game. So thank you for the recommendation. As you know, I mentioned you at the beginning because I have played that and finished it, and it's good. It's very good. Uh, that's it. Also, did you all hear about Real Mist Masterpiece Edition? Just came out. Looks pretty cool. I'm waiting for the price to drop a bit, Sean. I did not. But, no, actually, I did hear about that. And I've, uh, mm. I've just never been. I mean, you know, look, I played it back in the day. I played it. I'm not going to pay a whole bunch of money. I have the original Mist on GOG. They got it at Good Old Games for like $5. There's not a lot of reason to play the new one. The old one is classic. Real Mist is good. Okay, uh, next email is off, of course, Jason. Ah, I get it. Says, what are you just trying to yes and go out? It's not hard to say. I, I can't say it. I don't know how. Anyway, he says, breaking my balls 300 words per minute. Edit this shit for the love of Duke. Yeah, whatever. Never do that. Anyway, he says... Uh, He's asking for shorter uh, episodes. Other people are saying, you should make it six hours long. I know. Sesamoid bones. There are two of them, and they are in the shape of the balls in your sack. But are actually in the ball of your foot. I broke mine. Be careful not to break yours. Unless, of course, you have someone close by that happens to have a foot fetish. God, I wish Chidi were here right now to rub my balls on my aching feet. Uh, okay. My wife won't do it. She won't ah. even cut my toenails. And I have nice, clean, beautiful feet as well. So, Chini, you're into spy-themed games. Why haven't you played Device 6? You know, there is also a spy game coming to PS4 called Counter-Spy, and it's coming to iOS as well. So you could play it on your thingy. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Duke. One of the Arresta guys has gone to work at Valve. Aren't you excited? No. no. Why would well, give him keep... a job? He's a pinhead. You know what? That just reminded me. I totally forgot about this. I had a really weird, very, very, very vivid dream the other night that I interviewed Gabe Newell. Wow. How yeah. was that? Was he good? Yeah, that's fine. Was he interesting? Of course he's interesting. Uh, can I ask in your dream, do you know when Half-Life 3 is coming Well, out? you know what? I actually like purposely didn't ask that because I was like, he probably gets asked that every five seconds. What? Ask him. You mean to say you did an interview with Gabe Newell and you didn't ask him when it was coming no, out? No, why would I do that? He would be so sick of uh, answering. You think, he's, you think he's going to fucking tell you? 
Well, even in a dream, he probably wouldn't tell you, would he? Well, of course he wouldn't <laughs> no, he tell you. That's the point. Even in your dream. Then you'll, in your fucking dream. you'll find out when Half-Life 3 comes out. Well, keep your pants on. We'll see you about that. <laughs> hey, baby, do you want to go out? Because Firewatch and Ho Hokum oh. are coming out soon enough. I got oh, yeah, Ho Hokum. That's that weird thing we played at, at uh, Eurogamer that looked really cool. You know, the weird thing with the worm train thing and you had to go and pick people up. No. You do. Because you were like, what is this? You had, you, you had like a weird worm with an eye on the end and you had to go and pick all these people up and it looked all crazy. No. Do you not remember that at all? Yeah, I remember it. I just... And it played weird music and I stuff. It was cool. I liked it. Shit. Uh, I forgot to ask, have you got the schlong mod for Skyrim yet, Duke? What? Yeah, what, I thought, what is that? There's a there's a mod for Skyrim that had, that inserts naked people with big penises. Oh boy, thank God. When do I sign up? Just saying. No, I, I know. I've seen those. I think they're dumb. I think it's just ridiculous. Why would you want that? Why would you want the sex mods? Like get a hobby, people. I thought Skyrim was your hobby. Stuff. I want to watch people having virtual sex. It's just weird. Stew. Nope, the Don't final speak fancy... for me. I know, yeah. Stu, the Final Fantasy MMO on the PlayStation is beautiful. Too bad it sucks. I'm, I hate MMOs. Hopefully they will change later this year with Destiny. I've uh, been passing the controller back and forth on Dark Souls 2 on the Xbox. Every time I get into that game, it reminds me of Surface Lizard. Happy like a pig in shit. I imagine he's out there causing grief to one of your listeners right now. Suck oh, it, darlings. Is this one short enough? I thought editing the title of the last email, Stu just doesn't listen. Yeah. I can't help. I type 300 words per minute. Why don't you get that typing software on Steam so you can catch up with me? It would be nice if you typing started... Typing of the dead, overkill. It would be nice if you started showing support and sending emails to how this shit was made. Uh... I know you have some burning questions for them, but I guess that zombie F-word typer just isn't getting you anywhere. Stu, sorry you got, an... yeah. Yeah, sorry you got anal probed. But so did a lot of gamers. Hope you get the sick off your back. Uh, last time it was there for days. Can't wait to get into South Park. I'll be happy as a Skyward schlong in Skyrim on an epic quest for a foot massage. There you go. Thank you, Jason, as always. And the email, as always. And the final one give is a from man a Ian. Massage? Would you give me a foot massage? Fuck you. <laughs> and the final one is from Ian, and he says, uh, kills thrills and lil blue pills. <laughs> nice. He says, G'day, guys. G'day. Hey. It's a chapstick wearing koala bearing listener from down under here. Uh, definitely heading towards autumn here. Just dipped under 30 degrees Celsius. How's your day after tomorrow, after tomorrow esque snowstorms going, Duke? Yes, they're fine. Hey, have you still got snow there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't had any at all here. Yeah, we've had pretty good weather. Right. Yeah, well. And uh, have the flood water subsided in jolly old yet, Chinny and Stu? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I've not heard I, anything I, I never get floods around here anyway. I don't care. Yeah, it's been been dominated it, by the. It's horrible for the plate. people that suffer for it. Oh, I, I, you know, I have to say all that, but we don't get floods, so I don't pay attention to the flood news. Yep, and we don't hear really, so I don't either. Um, glad to hear Stu talking about introducing Millie to the Matrix films. Uh, just hope she doesn't take it too seriously and discover your special little blue pills. I'm not sure what effect they're having on the female kind. But I got one stuck in my throat, and I had a sniff, a stiff neck for hours. Well, <laughs> I see. Yeah, I haven't got any of those, to be fair. I uh, was just wondering, were there ever any games that you thought were good enough or interesting enough to deserve a sequel that haven't had one yet? Was that a game uh, that a game that hasn't had a sequel? 
Yeah, that that justifies a sequel. It's a good question. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm trying to think of something that hasn't had a sequel that need. Uh, Dear Resta. That was great. That was great. Uh, Catherine. I love Catherine. Too new. Has to be more than five years old. Oh, you're going to making bloody rules up. He didn't say that. Technically, question. it has had a sequel, but I would like to see another one. But Full Spectrum Warrior. I guess. Yeah, I can't think of any. Again, I'm sure I'll come up with one later this week. Yeah. Uh, left you guys an iTunes review because I know you whine over the lack of them. And I bet it hits a diva quite hard. As always, keep up the good work. I'm off to apply some chapstick. Regards, Ian Chadwick, a.k.a. Chapstick 1. Uh, I have checked, and, and unfortunately, it does seem to... Uh, this is only seven hours ago, so we only did it then. It, it tends to take about 24 hours to appear yeah, on iTunes. I did check. Yeah, so it's not there just yet, but we'll read it out next week, I'm sure. Uh, and that's it for email, so we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So over to you, Duke. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! I will shout-out IP for hanging out with uh, Minecraft. He just got rust, so he should be playing with us soon. Uh, I will shout-out SLH for reminding me about Tetris on Facebook, and thank you to Dan Fletcher for reminding me about Machinarium. And thank you for Primrose for suggesting that we should do a strategy show, even though these turds don't think we should. Uh, I will shout out Naked Ostrich because I was playing Minecraft with him earlier, and I said I would play. I would give him a shout out. I'll shout out everybody we've been playing Rust with, um, Fumu, <coughs> Marcanics, uh, Real Defoe, uh, Filthy, Chinny, you, Stu, you. Who am I forgetting? I don't know. Probably got everybody. Parsnips like in the game now. Parsnips. Yeah, yeah I haven't played with him yet, so I can't shout him out. Uh, yeah, I think that's most every. And what, what was uh, the real Defoe's brother called? Was he called? Oh, yeah, How that's was that hot. awesome. That's hot. And, right. and Verbal that's... Rob sent me a video of his drawbridge and portcullis, which is totally awesome and amazing. I'm going to make one of those one of these days. And uh, yeah, I should be playing Minecraft with him soon because he said that me talking about it has excited him again to play the game again. And uh-huh. Chris Ho got rust. Uh, Oh, did he buy it? He was he was contemplating it, wasn't he's he? He's now a Rust owner, so check it out. Cool. Play with him, people. Yeah, Chris. Ho ho. ho. Uh, well, I'll start my first shout out to MS Rangers nine nine nine. Um, because he said this to me on Twitter. Uh, oh, Stu, how could you forget we played Dead Nation together? You bastard. Deep. Meaningful conversations we like had. Chris, Hashtag. Like what Chris did to you. Silence is golden. Um, no, to be fair, we didn't actually chat because it was late at night and I had to have the sort of audio off from chatting because my wife was well, in bed. I'm hearing now. Excuses. That's what I'm... I know, it's true. Yeah, right. uh, and I did apologize, so I do apologize for not remembering and I should have done my homework before I started the show last so, week. So, But here's an extra special shout-out to you with some extra sloppy kisses. Mwah. There you go. Weird. Out, out, out. I hate it when you just... I know, I don't do it very often. It's only if I've made a mistake, really. So, yeah. so there you go. That's for you, mate. And, uh, yeah, we'll play some more together. Um, yeah, and I'd also like to shout out everybody who was on uh, Russ today, especially Duke, because Duke did help me out a lot today. Yeah. Even though he comes at the price. Uh, so uh, so thank you, Duke, for helping me out. Uh, thanks to Fumu for not killing my ass and actually giving me some stuff and helping me out as well today. Uh, Real Defoe for... 
Um, I don't know whether he hit me with a hatchet or he, he definitely hit me with something, whether it was a hatchet or a gun or something, and I was laughing because I was bleeding to death. He probably deserved um, it. Yeah, yeah. so thank you very much for that. Uh, and who else was in there to go? Yeah, to, um, yeah, his brother. And Mark Annix was also there about. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to all you guys on the Rust servers. It was uh, cool. And thanks to everybody who supports the Facebook and the Twitters and comments and sends us emails and keep them coming, I guess. Yeah. Uh, over to you Chinny to finish us out Um, shout out to everybody that's playing Rust again I just you know I've been playing a lot of Rust shout out to Nick Um, forgot what he's what's his name on Steam and stuff Duke remember that guy Nick that we were playing with is it Nick I don't remember Nick no 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 Nick Nick what's his name was the blue or something like that on Rust Was, was Bloomberg yep shout out to him Shout out to the 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 other guy. What's Kirk? What was the what was that chap's name? Um, no idea who. Who we me you and that chap was playing and then you left. He's from England and you said he's cool. He's cool. Uh. <sighs> Nick Nitrous. Like, you think, wasn't Nick? You think, was it? you think Duke remembers anything like <laughs> I that? I know, right? I don't remember anything. He oh, slept since then. We <laughs> got another chance. Uh, sorry, Nick Nitrous. It was somebody else. <laughs> uh, you to write these things down. Yeah, maybe you could. Well, that guy, you let you it know was that... me, you, and and him in the room, and you said oh, I gotta go, and it was just him. And you, I was Dude. saying, who is he? And you was like, ah, oh, he's cool, to... he's cool, he's what he's, he listens to the oh. show. <sighs> you know that MS Rangers issue sure I had wasn't, last week. Uh, um, Epic Scotsman. No, 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 no. It's not him. Don't know. It's, it, he's from uh, Peterborough. He works for 118. Send me a, Are we ever going to get to the end of these shouts? Send me a message. Whoever got his name. Are we ever going to get there? Ah, send me a message on Steam. Chin Chin on Steam. Yeah, then I'll remember who you All right, I'm done. Fucking hell. Have you done? Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> trying to remember somebody's <laughs> name. I'm getting shit for it. Yeah, well, that's the load. You'll have to eat some humble. Here, wait. Clementine wants to tell you something, Chinny. Be quiet, Chinny. There you go. That's what I told you. Zing! But, but... <laughs> uh, and that's it. And I guess as well, we should do a massive thanks to Melissa for doing the interview this week, which will... Thank you. Which you will hear before you hear this show, most you probably. heard, probably. Yeah, you've probably heard it already, so thank you for doing that. Oh. Uh, and that's kind of it, so let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Chocolate rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. A baby born will die before the sin. veteran gamers more fun than being chased by a horde of hungry zombies classic so that's yeah that's kind of it really um do you know what i should say i've never sort of said this uh 
I very rarely ever edit the show anymore, by the way. Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> it kind of goes up as is. I just don't have time anymore. I don't. So I apologize for I'm anything that was sure, left in. I don't that have bit. time for things. I just don't. I really don't have time anymore. Um, so, you know, we just have to be as rain. Because I have no time to wait. I the step away when from the mic when I breathe. Chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. Uh, so, yeah, so apologies for any pregnant pauses and, you know, stuff that's left in that shouldn't be anymore because I just don't have the effing time. Don't have time. I don't have time. I feel like Duke now when he does his, you know, didactic sing cast. Yeah. It's not time to be playing with the phones here. I'm a busy man. Yeah, I'm a busy man. So, there you go. So, apologies for that. Anyway, yep. uh, we need to get the hell out of here, don't we? And go to bed and shit. Betty boys. Half past 11. It is time for me to go to bed. Our chickens killed a mouse. What? And they only half ate it, apparently. I don't know. The Duchess came in here talking about chickens oh. killing mice and shit. And her arms are all broken. Why? Do you know what? <laughs> good night. Have a good time. I was just going to say, do you know what? I'm so ingrained in games. When he said that, I thought it was something that had happened in Rust. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> and I was like, what does he mean the chickens killed the mouse? I didn't even know there was any mice in Rust. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's a DLC pack. Exactly. All right, we're going. Bye. Bye. Jesus, we're out of here.